Welcome to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. Man, I'm excited. Uh, my name is Aaron. I'm Jason. But wait. Wait. Jason is here, but he is not a co-host today. Oh, no. Oh, today is a very special day for you guys out there. I've been kicked to the other side of the line. He's been kicked to the table. I'm staring at a, <laughs> the probably the sexiest group of four men we've had sitting across from me since we've started this podcast. Oh, and I'm man. a little intimidated. And also, not to mention the fact, here's what's hilarious right now. What? I'm the tall guy in every situation in my life. Uh. I got the chair with the broken shock, so I'm collapsed all the way to low mode. I feel like, <laughs> I mean, my knees are up at my nipples, and every one of you are taller than me, and so this is actually a very, I feel almost like you're all in the, the like you have the, the authority. Um, today, in the house, we have Naked Luck. We have Ian. Hello. Josh. Hey. Desmond. Hi. And Jason. Hello. I feel I feel I've actually got to happy. This is the first time I got to announce your name as a. That's weird. Yeah. Being like, hey, Jason's my. It is weird. Slash co-host. I mean, you're gonna ask. You're honestly gonna. You're, you're 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 flying this ship too. You're just also having to like, you know, if it's a plane scenario. No, this is gonna be fun. You're also your co-pilot, but they were a stewardess short, so you got to run back and attend to the rest of the ship as well as co-piloting. I like me that. Just single flying sometimes by myself. Yeah, you're running double duty. I'm alright with that. Uh, I want to give a throwback real quick. So, what's amazing also about this podcast um, for you listeners out there, uh, if you're Naked Luck fans and you're just new to this podcast. All four, well, Jason's been on every one, but the other three of the guys have all individually been on the past, going back from Desmond, uh, episode 14 or 13 or some somewhere in the low teens he was on, and then Ian came in in like the 20s, and then Josh was in here in like the 60s. Uh, you can go back and check all those out. Those are available everywhere, but... Uh, back in the day when we were a lot more ambitious in our creativity and we made every guest uh, come in and before we even recorded, we made them ad lib and <laughs> uh, make fake commercials with us and put them on the spot. Some, yeah. We actually stopped because sometimes <laughs> they got awkward for them. Yeah, it was really and, bad. And, and we realized that, that it takes a very special person to be able to just like ad lib and just get into a mood that we set that is sometimes uncomfortable. Did we all do that? Oh yeah. So well, no. I, well, I don't think I no. Did. So so you you were either. you were there, and by the time I don't know what happened, we didn't have a commercial ready or something. But I know for a few commercial for a few guests after Ian, we had done commercials with them. But at at a point, by the time Josh came in, we just were making all of them ourselves. <laughs> and um, but we are going to go to a throwback because we have it. Do you feel like you're lacking inspiration in your life? Do you just want to score more touchdowns? I just want to underwater basket weave one more time. I used to drive for three nights straight, no problem. You need Kablarg. Ever since I started taking Kablarg, my mustache has stopped itching so much. I think I feel good. A little bit better, I guess. I hope so. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that that was our uh, oh, I love it. commercial for Kablarg, I the pill. It. That was really fun. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we have, we have others. We got another one. We have another With one Desmond from too. Desmond 2 <laughs> that I had pulled up earlier. The Rocky Road. Yes. The, it, it, is, uh, it is a fabulous, fabulous commercial. Um, let me pull it up right here. It, it's, it's amazing. Uh, let's see. Gold. Pep. Oh, here we go. This is wonderful. Come on, computer. <laughs> Don't you guys just hate this sometimes? Do you feel like you're lacking inspiration no, in wait. your life? Do you just... <laughs> oh, no, it has... It has it, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I just want to underwater weave one more time. I used to drive for three nights straight, no problem. We made you that. Kablarg! I've been three days in the desert without water. I start to hallucinate at that point. It had been a deal gone wrong in Juarez, down that Camino Rocoso. I couldn't have made it without Camargo. Yeah, that was the other one. That was the other one. Oh, yeah. we were, when, you, when you did that, and you because that was the first one I think we did, you just ad-libbed that, down the Camino Rocoso. Me and Jason were like, oh, <laughs> yeah. he's amazing. <laughs> we're like all Juarez. New level. Uh, we're like new level. Great. That was so much fun because I... I've, almost never have an opportunity to improv and just like do weird voices and shit like <laughs> yeah. that and um yeah i i don't think i've done any since but you do that in your head all the time of course oh. you do oh, yeah. of course you do yeah well it's it you know that's what's so gracious for me um is with jason and his job he has so much interaction with so many people that he comes home with these characters <laughs> that are just like undeniably funny and also, you know, cliche. Sure. But from a real like <laughs> like this happened to him. Yeah. yeah. And, and then we tell. get and then we just get commercials that are that are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but um yes, you all are in here again. Ian, Josh, Desmond, Jason, for you out there who don't know them. Um, you guys are the band Naked Luck. Yes, Indeed. we are. And uh, how long have the, has this iteration of you guys now been together? Um, this iteration, I think Josh joined the band a year and a half, two years ago? Uh, over, over two? Over two years ago. Awesome. And oh, he's wow. so he's it, it's been this for long enough that it's hard to remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that that's that that's that's why I was having trouble cuz like, you know, I remember uh for a while we had mutual members of bands yeah, and exactly. you know we had and That's right. But that was that was like 3 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the band has been a band since um August of 2015. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did it start with just you, Ian, and you, Desmond? You two? Yeah, but it it wasn't called Naked Luck at that time. But oh, really? It wasn't called anything. Oh, okay. (laughs) I I remember you asking on Facebook, "What what should my new band be called?" Yeah, we we had narrowed it down to a few different options, and there was a poll, and people liked Naked Luck. In some alternate universe, we could have been. Uh, Desmond and the Alaskans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Desmond and the Alaskans. That's true. At the time, every other member but myself uh, 
was Alaskan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked as soon as Josh joined. <laughs> yeah. My, I have my family in Alaska. Well, there that's true. That's oh, we, true. We oh, could have yeah. stretched it, but yeah. naked yeah. luck is a little more elastic. Oh, true. Oh, yeah. True. It is. Um, was there any specific, like, did naked luck come from an idea of one of your guys's? Was it just like a, a uh, whole name? It, we were, we were like tossing around ideas and right. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, 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 I mean, it came from like a, being a vague pun on, on naked lunch, I think, or something. But, oh, but, well, Oh, I, I just um, I was tossing around joking brunch or joking uh, pun pun names like naked brunch. And, gotcha. And Desmond thought of something cooler. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, you're right. That's where naked luck came from, yeah. and I I really like the concept of luck. It, sure, it fills in this void for me that like other people fill in with some kind of belief system or yeah. religion or some kind of a... That's interesting. I don't know. So some kind of guiding premise. I, I've lived very much bereft of any of that. Like it's Whether it's secular or religious. Like Turn that mic a little more toward... Just, so many th- of those things don't go. make a lot of sense mm-hmm. to me. But for whatever reason, like luck has always been something I've been like, yeah, really makes sense. Wow, that I have so many questions which I'm gonna have to ask you about later. It's not sure. the time for it now, but <laughs> but I've okay. No, that's that's interesting. That's a hard dichotomy for for me to wrestle with in my head. So I have questions for you. You can ask one. Well, so what do you think? With it being luck, and not to dive into a deep discussion, do you believe you have free will? I. Yeah, because I, if because if something is inherently indeterministic, meaning there is randomness, you have no bearance on whether that choice is actually followed through or random. So if you believe in something that is luck driven and there is inherently randomness thrown in to everything, then inherently at one point you would make a choice where they shake the random dice on that choice, which in na- in oh, I see what you're gets rid of free right. will. Well, so, I've I, I to to try not to go too deep. Sure, down, sure, down, sure. Down which is why, I, which hole. is yeah. why, Fred, because yeah, yeah. this is what I thought of, and then why I said we should just talk later. Sure. Well, <laughs> because well, it, it goes it goes down this hill very quick. For to me. to to answer the question, yeah, what I th- think is um, that we are very tiny microscopic players in. Okay. A, and a play that is wherein the script is improvised by all players all the time and yeah. you you do have the agency of what you choose to do you don't have any choice in the circumstances that are thrown at you that tell you like what choose what, what you're going to do sure. and you don't necessarily control the outcomes and so when you get something good which is lucky. I I think it's something that is a constant reminder and acknowledgement of Okay. That's interesting. Okay, so you're of, you're actually yeah. you're actually using luck in a real probabilistic sense. Yeah. Not like the universe grants me lucky today in some no. or, like just the, higher the, the consciousness. The tumblers of okay. the scenarios okay. lined okay. up for you and Great. that is 
as incredible as being struck by lightning. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. No, no. Okay. That actually, yeah. 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 That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cause I would just say, I would just say, uh, I, I'm probably am very similar to that in that respect. I wouldn't call it luck because I think there's so much baggage on luck. I would just say I'm a determinist. Sure. And inherently the universe is deterministic. It's heading from, it's heading towards entropy on this flow. You know, everything is just going from <laughs> order to disorder. And we find ourselves on either side of that boundary changing from order to disorder all the time. We're caught in a loop that is trying to balance. And unfortunately, because of choices that we are forced to make because of determinacy that when they do come right that and i think that's what you're calling luck is when you have a choice or a set of plans and something actually does work out in as highly improbable as it is it can be luck uh, it seem like well, it you're, it's, it's against the, odds it's against the odds yeah um, as, and you know on the small scale that feels like a big scale of our lives yes. i mean it can yes. feel like a minor miracle i love i and actually it, like that and if it doesn't you're probably taking a whole lot for granted that you shouldn't. Sure. And, and but but on that on that then you actually base a a system of uh kind of a, a world view on really like relishing in those moments of luck for, and 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 like it it looks like it seems as if it could be a, a, a actually a tool for you know, replacing something that maybe someone would use a religion as, as yeah. I use it that way for myself. No, yeah. no, I know, I know, yeah. but but it actually seems yeah. inherently rational to look at it that way. Yeah, and, definitely. And use that as a tool for yeah. you know that anybody else would use any other means that ha that doesn't have near the credence of rationality that yours actually does seem to follow, which I appreciate. Sure. I, one way or another, you, you find ways to yeah. to cope. And yeah, interesting. <laughs> and, and it's just a catchy band name. <laughs> well, you know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, the I, I love that you guys are here. Uh, you know, we went, we did go down that tangent, but you are here for a reason. You have a new album. We do. What it's is? A, it's our first album. It's your first. Yes. Yeah, actually, first real album. Yep. Woo. And is it? And for all four of you, right? Yep. Uh, We're all. Well, on. Oh. Oh, sorry. No, I it mean, it's not all of our first album. Okay, we are all on the album. Yeah. Well, you're on an album, so Josh, Josh, you've 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 had a couple like studio recordings. Josh has album, been in more bands than all of us combined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. true, yeah. and probably as yeah. many yeah, recordings I've, too. I've I've had, uh, yeah, at least like three, like physical copies that I have played on. Cool for different bands. Yeah, cool. And that, okay, so because I was I was feeling the exuberance earlier of like you guys yeah. are like man this is finally like mm -hmm. I'm in the same boat I'm, I'm I'm still waiting for the chance I can hand <laughs> someone something that I am so happy about the quality and the finished work and I know Jason is oh yeah this is cool yeah shared <laughs> many uh, yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I, I'm in another band, so I've like I we did an EP a couple years ago, and that was like professionally done, and that was really cool. But the difference is, I didn't write any of those songs. Gotcha. Um, and I've done full band recordings with like of songs I've written in high school, but they were like I did the recordings; they weren't great. Yeah. Like this yeah. is the most polished product I've ever had that I wrote some awesome. of the, you know some of the music, and so that's really exciting. And I think. Desmond's in a similar situation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. There's hard drives and little burnt discs of all kinds of stuff from high school onward. But 
nothing that's a polished finished product that i feel is a is a closed book you know like okay you, that's oh interesting closed book i like that that's nice a nice phrasing it. yeah mm-hmm. okay so let me ask you this you guys have obviously played it's so interesting to sit with the whole band and ask this question you guys have obviously played these songs a shitload of times <laughs> yeah you've yeah. listened to them a shitload of times yep. everything that it goes into recording and listening to pieces and imagine if solos are right and harmonies are right and everything that goes into making something like this now you guys have physical copies boom in your hand are you still excited to hear them or do they feel do, is there a part that goes man i've like i'm excited this thing's out but maybe the songs are old <laughs> do, do you know do, do you know what i mean yeah do you guys have anything I, like I that happening exactly what you mean yeah mm. um I'll, I'll yeah so because for me, they, wh- they are old for us. Yeah. But mm. like, and, and, you know, people have heard us play them too for sure. years. Like, sure. these are songs that we've been playing for years since almost the beginning. Like, yeah. n- the newest song on there was written probably a year and a half to two years ago. Um, but there are things about the way they're recorded that, that don't always, I mean, I think we did a good job capturing our sound, like, kind of like you were saying. Oh, but, yeah. but I, I do think there are things on the album that, that are going to translate even better than they do when we do them live. And I'm really excited for people to hear the really like be able to hear everything. Plus, you know, they, well, you go to a live show and things aren't always mixed the best. Well, so. That's what I was going to say yeah. is the one thing that did blow me away listening to the couple, you know, quote unquote singles that Jason was allowed to share with me. Um, the harmonies in the game, like the harmonies in, in your songs were something that I haven't heard captured the way this is captured yet live in all the times I've seen you guys play, you know, <laughs> working on it. <laughs> you, well, yeah. well, but it's, it's, it, it's by, you know, the, the, it dictates by the, the room that you're yeah. playing in yeah. and what they have for a too. PA. And you know, that's what I mean. Like yeah. the way I know I've heard you guys do it, yeah. but the way that this is captured doesn't get represented unless, you know, yeah. it's a really nice PA and a really nice room and everybody's, yeah. you, you can know, hear yourself singing. You can hear yourself like, singing and oh, yeah. stage Never. sound isn't too loud. And, you know, all those other, everything that goes into that live show, you know, to, for, sure. for, for, for the harmonies to poke out over the rest of the room, mm-hmm. the yeah. way that it does on this, I mm-hmm. think is probably the best for me what i what stood out to me the most is just the way the vocals are on these songs which you guys kill by the way oh thank you thank you so i think we should listen to the first track sure yeah let's go into it we're going to be trying we're going to go through the whole album ladies and gentlemen yeah and uh they're going to do we're going basically like a movie commentary track for this album with discussion about songs and ideas and everything that goes into these guys and uh when is it officially released for everybody to know? August 3rd. August 3rd. All right, ladies yes. and gentlemen. So At the Waypost. So whether you are our Oregon fans or Alaska fans or you are European fans or you're from Thailand or you're from Australia, wherever you are right now getting this episode, if it's not August 3rd yet, you are getting a sneak peek at some badass songs from hardworking, dedicated dudes who are not only amazing musicians, but my dear friends. And like, this is a moment for me. This is why I was so excited about this because it's, it's, it's one of those things that any musician wants to accomplish. And a lot of times musicians get caught up like, oh man, almost feeling jealous. And I, I feel like the proud mom that's like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Tiger just hit his first T-ball home run. Like, <laughs> like, but not not diminishing it to that. Yeah, but sure. the level of excitement, like, yeah, like sure. it's yeah. it's to well, me, this you. is huge for me. Thanks, man. For you guys. Well, yeah. I'll just say, I know we got to get to the song, but like, part part of like the whole dream of getting the album out like in my daydreaming was like oh yeah and then we'll go on time and stuff and talk about the album That's <laughs> gonna, that was part of the daydream so oh, wow. we're nice. i can say i'm very stoked to be here awesome yeah. all right well we're gonna come in with this first song uh it's beautiful and it's called hide <laughs> I love the way the bass cuts through. Such a good solo. This the track stop. Yeah, no. podcast is good. It the was podcast just... is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh. 
Well, am I having buffering issues? Ooh. We don't need a place to hide. It's okay. Okay. You were that's, like almost to the end. It was almost yeah. right, right? We got, we're well, going to have to figure that out. But yeah, yeah I don't out. know why. Um, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll close out the, uh, if there's back windows, you know. We'll, uh, yeah. It could be a thing, too, of you might just toggle between the two pages. Oh, keep yeah. Well, I, that well, makes I, sense. I, I also, yeah, something like that. All right. That was high. Sneak peek. All right. Yeah. Beautiful. You, 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 you're not going to get the last thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. We're uh, holding on to that little bit. Um, <laughs> no, beautiful job, you guys. <laughs> Thank that you. first song is, you got, okay. So here's what I get out of this that I honestly, until hearing this, um, I never really, no, I do by the energy, but the sound, you guys are a fucking rock band. <laughs> and like, you have these the layering in there of the two guitars is awesome because you get the the main dissonance of the song and then all that staccato high work that's like over the top gives it this like you almost imagine it being a lead riff like like it has all of these elements of a man it blows me thanks. away. Thanks. Blows me Thank away. You. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I use a lot of delay <laughs> yeah. on that song. Yeah. Like the whole thing. I just have the delay pedal on the whole song. And uh, it's, it's kind of the foundation in a way. But actually, the song was, I got to, I got to give a shout out to Ray Mabry because he wrote that bass line that the song is like based on, kind of built off of. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then Josh, of course, can pick it up pretty easy. Um, but yeah, we uh, the song was kind of built from that, and uh, Desmond kind Whoa. of wrote the chords around it. It's then... a catchy fucking bass line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, it reminds me of almost like a police, like like a huh. police oh, band cool. riff. Oh, cool, sweet, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was kind okay. of built around that. Yeah, he cool. would he would play it to warm up, and I really liked it, and so got some chords that worked with it, and then there you go. We so where where the lyrics come from? Uh, I mean, Desmond's brain. they came pretty naturally. Like sometimes you have to really build and construct yeah. lyrics, but these ones for the most part came pretty quick. What made you want um, to write about hiding? Well, <laughs> so I mean, I've thought about this too, because I didn't really think about the lyrics much as I was writing them. Uh, and I don't like to delve too deep when it comes to lyrics, but if I can mm. make like a summation, I mean, they don't come from nowhere unless you're just like doing free association rhyming and yeah. stuff, which you do a little bit. Like I, I think songwriting is the hardest of, of the kinds of writing to do that I've ever done because there are so many constraints. If you're going to do it right, like the, li the lyrics have to mean something. They've got to sound right. Cause you are speaking them every time. And they've got to fit with the music. Yeah. Um, so that being said, like meaning is so much more layered under there, but basically the song, the themes of the songs are, I'm a fairly soft spoken person and I don't like to be aggressive or in inject myself into situations, but okay. I was going through a time where, I was having a lot of frustration with being talked over and that was just kind of echoing out into like different, like very, it was, it was becoming almost like a metaphor for lots sure. of frustrations I sure. was feeling. 
in my life. Okay. And so basically it's it's that it's the feelings of being in that place where you you don't want to be seen but you also feel kind of um mute and invisible when and so you're caught in this in between. Yeah. Okay. Not much more to it than that. Interesting. Very good. Well, and then Jason as well. This was also written when Matt was playing drums, yeah. right? Jason was playing congas. He was playing, was playing congas, congas, congas at the time. Yeah. Right, right. So, and so adding and a lot of singing. Lot of oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That true. was an essential. Like, yeah. the congas were great. They were gravy. But, like, his, I got to say, Jason's singing was something I was like, I don't care what you play. You've got to stick around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, is so, he, Oh, I was just going to say, I can just, just give a quick sort of timeline of kind of how it was, because it was Desmond and yeah, I. Yeah, please. Then we added Ray. We convinced mm-hmm. him to be our bass player. Then Ray's brother, Matt, who's an amazing drummer, was going to move here, and we knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was always kind of like, oh, when Matt moves here, he'll play drums. In the meantime, like we knew Jason played drums, and we knew Jason could sing, so Jason started playing drums with us. When Matt got here, we didn't want to just like kick Jason to the curb because he's an right. amazing singer and a really talented musician all around. So yeah. like you could play congas, like maybe some other instruments, etc. Ray and Matt had to move back home for a bit for family stuff. And uh, you know, they were like, Well, Jason, I guess you're back to kit. And then we picked up Josh along the way as well. Yeah. So That's just awesome. to give everyone quick, Which a, a quick was run a godsend, down. I will say. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes. we were like humbled that he was down to play because Josh is and I'm not just saying this, like stud. one of the ama- most amazing bass players I've ever oh, played yeah. with. Yeah, like, no, thanks, dude. You, you're a stud, bro. <laughs> and it's like, it's not one of those things where, you know, every time you're in a band with someone, you're like, he's the best ever I've played with. Like, I don't do that. Like, yeah. Mm. And he's genuinely like, I've played with a lot of bass players. So oh, I've watched, I've watched him get down and thump on that fretboard. And <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. Just by the way your fingers move when you're playing slow stuff, I can tell <laughs> how good you are. Oh, oh, and then, so Jason, yeah, you joint you you taking this song because not mm. only are the harmonies great, but the drums are great oh, as yeah. well. You capture so much emotion. How did you kind of dive into playing the song for the, like this song? Hi, what did what what did, what did you feel drum wise? Um, yeah, I basically just took it heard it and what emotion I got from it. And then like at that time, especially like I was kind of like not really extremely comfortable. So I was actually getting a lot of like, Hey guys, what do you think? What do you want to do? You know what I mean? And actually like a lot of this stuff is, you know, kind of all constructed together, I guess, in a okay, way. Cool. Like oh, Josh is a so, really great drummer too, so he can always just kind of uh, be like, player. "Oh yeah, drummer too." That's right. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Was that you had a, so, I thought you had a frayed and slip, but that's no. He's literally a drummer too. I, I mm, oh, like, that's and helpful. honestly, like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so can, yeah. all of us can talk, you know, about music, you know, musicality and drumming and rhythm yeah. is essential with no matter what instrument you play. So, I kind of just yeah, ask for. Ask for assistance when I don't get it, and then sometimes they're like, "Oh, you have to do this because that was nice." Like, do that. So yeah, yeah it's totally. kind of a all. You know, all of us are working on it. I it's guess a lot of communication, definitely. Yeah, in general. yeah. I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Well, it. I can tell you guys are. <laughs> you know, yeah. I. Uh, your your bros. Yeah, we got chemistry. I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, here here's a question for the four of you guys. <laughs> here's a question for the four of you guys. Okay. What is your least favorite animal? 
<laughs> okay. All right. Cur- because um, because curveball. you put a cat on the front of your album. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So yes, I was, I'm imagining yes. your band animal is a cat. Oh, okay. Sure. Right? Wouldn't that be just a band consensus animal? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so the arch nemesis, what is the fucking, the band negative animal? Oh, man. If, oh, being, if we, like, we have to, con- we have to, well, like, like, if you were, no, you might have to go, like, like if you were going to pick one animal to be on the backside As like and the, then, <laughs> and with a circle with a line through it, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Um, For like, like, cat on the front, this animal, bad no. <laughs> on the back. <laughs> What the one? Uh, what animal for, would, would you guys? I have to ask if insects count. <laughs> no, man. I, th- okay, I think it's gotta I, th- an it's, I think it's okay. got to be an animal. Because something with a little, something with a little more cognition. Okay, fair enough. Than, uh, Let me think about it. in the insect family. Um, a grizzly bear. What? Ooh. <laughs> okay, but I like grizzly bears. But that we have a song. It's a song That's one of the ones that you'll hear <laughs> right, it soon. Right. Oh, true. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. My least favorite animal. I I don't like birds very much. Like I, some birds, I'm into, but and which is funny because there's an, also a bird song on the album, basically sure. called "Fly," <laughs> uh, which we'll talk about. But um, yeah, I, I guess I guess it would probably be birds because I just find them kind of annoying sometimes. But I don't know which birds it is because the there's specific ones? birds in our neighborhood that are annoying, like in the yeah. morning because they just don't shut up. Like all right, but mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's not like pleasant songs. It's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. warblers are pretty. I'm cool. hungry. You know. Um, what about you? What 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 other animal? Well, it's not that I personally dislike it. I just think like maybe a pesky little dog, like maybe even like a little dog that's smaller than a big oh, cat. Yeah. I think oh, that yeah. would be really irritating for a cat. Yeah, <laughs> maybe if yeah. that was going to be on the back. A little tiny a dogs little tiny in dog. general are just yeah, kind yeah. of dissatisfying. Except, yeah, no, <laughs> that, no that, offense, maybe chihuahuas. I kind of love all no, dogs. No, but the, the only <laughs> like, reason they're alive is because they depend on, like, yeah, oh yeah. You know, now I understand bigger dogs too. You know, we do help necessitate them, but they have a way more of a fighting chance against all ground nesting birds and squirrels, like. Like you, you, you find a big ass squirrel out here, it will take down a chihuahua yeah. any day. I, I take a squirrel that runs around in Portland, eight, nine out of ten, it's a chihuahua in a fight. Squirrels. Right, so it's just kind of sad. You could you could literally give it a bowl too tall for it to eat out of, and and like you know what kind of dog is that? Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good choice, Desmond. Um, well, now that I, I I don't have a great answer, but I'll just say um, I think snakes are really cool. But I've had a lot of kind of scary dreams about snakes in the last <laughs> like year or so, and I there's not a lot. You know, I grew up here in the Northwest, and the only snake you really have to worry about out here is a rattlesnake. Yeah, and if you We've grown up, or if you've got any kind of schooling around it, you kind of know where to expect them. Sure. So I've never been afraid of snakes growing up, um, but I've had these scary dreams. And the one time I was in the Midwest, you know, I was told it's common for there to be ven- venomous snakes that swim. And that just <sighs> nixed oh, no. swimming for me altogether. I'm like, <laughs> nope. Forget that. I'm yeah, not getting geez. in the water at all. So, so the movie Anaconda. Yeah, Anaconda. Oh, yeah. I actually never saw it, but it scared the bejesus <laughs> oh, out of me as a little classic. kid. Like the idea of it. Like I saw they had one of those in when you still had VHS and DVD rental sh- stores. 
Um, oh, and they, they had one the of those cardboard displays. Oh, yeah, for there was a big ass anaconda uh, <laughs> that was taller than me, and that yeah. uh, propped up cardboard display that was terrifying. And I do think like there's no cat that's like a domestic cat that would a snake would get it every time. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. And uh, that that. Yeah, that that cat on the cover is um, was one of my <laughs> best a, friends. It's a beautiful for, cat for yes. a while. It's our our, for, our our roommate Kevin who just moved out. Uh, he and Schmidt, the cat's name is Schmidt. Um, nice. They Perfect. are they were like some of our really good friends, um, and they were in the house that Ian and I live in for about four years together, longer I than I was there, yeah. and uh, this is kind of a tribute to them. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow, you guys are getting some inside knowledge here. <laughs> this is yeah. great. This is great. That's interesting. Okay, I got more questions, Bruin. We're going to go another song? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right, so we're going song number two, which is uh, Troubled Eyes. Anything you want to tell the people about Um, uh, We this? can come back and talk about it, or I'll we can just, talk about it now. But. Just preface it. Yeah, let's roll it, but preface uh, Ian sings lead on this. and I do, and I wrote it. Um. And uh, Desmond plays mandolin, <laughs> which uh, really? was that was a very like kind of spur of the moment in studio. Like, oh, mandolin would be cool on this um, song for some reason because I wanted this kind of like you know twinkly sound to it. Okay, What's I'm gonna up? do something real fast. I'm just gonna pause this, and we'll be right back because I'm having okay. an internet issue, and for some reason, no it's not loading anything. So goodbye. <laughs> And we're back. Okay, sorry about the technical thing, you guys. They have oh, no that's fucking. Okay. They have no idea that even happened. But <laughs> sorry about that. Anyway, so we are now here. Troubled eyes, song number two, and uh, enjoy, everybody.
love that. Oh, man. This is Scatman Jack coming at you live with another song. <laughs> Naked Luck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, man, that song is awesome. It sounds like something that could be played today or 40 years ago on the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like that incorporates a whole lot of elements of things we love. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I love Jason's beat. It's like very, like, oh, yeah. 90s hip hop kind of swag. It's definitely a hip hop beat. It's definitely a hip hop beat. And oh, then, yeah. like Ian mentioned, I play mandolin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, the guitars That's are very sweet. crunchy, kind of alt rock kind of yeah. sounding thing. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of shit going on. Oh, there. no. I love it. I love it. That's why I said it, it could be played today or 40 years ago and yeah. still just people be like, what the? fuck am i hearing <laughs> in the best um, of ways i want right. to i want to give a shout out and mention uh our 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 engineer and producer and oh yeah please uh, tell west Trop- trosper out and uh at blue town as we call it mm-hmm. right is that the one yeah yeah um th- we recorded this at my good friend wes's studio in white salmon where i grew up and uh he's an amazing musician and uh songwriter and I've known him since I was a kid, and he's always been someone I've loved playing music with and has always been really supportive of the music I wanted to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this whole project like could not have happened in any way at all without yeah. his patronage. And, uh, mm-hmm. and in addition to, you know, like offering to do it and everything and, and helping us and being supportive, uh, he did amazing things with the sound, like in terms of dialing the guitars in. And that's like, I just want to say like that, like, yeah, you're hearing our guitars, like, and I have to give a shout out to my dad too, you know, cause he gave me his uh, 1985 uh, Fender Telecaster and. Oh, that's that a telly is, you're playing on this? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. The rhythm guitars on all these tracks pretty much uh, are, is a Telecaster. Oh, awesome. Okay, and cool. And it's, uh, it's through. Um, a Fender, uh, you know, deluxe or whatever, a standard kind of tube yeah. amp, and then uh, a Marshall tube amp that he had, and we had him, we had it hooked into both, and just dialed the sound in. And he knows, so like, uh, like for a guitar so, player, so I know so very that, little. So about that guitar that. sound is actually a Tele coming out of a Fender, Fender and a Marshall cab. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's like it's a doubled uh, thing. And yeah. I mean. Like I said, for a guitar player, I I don't know shit about that stuff. So it was awesome having his help, like to dial in like the tone in that way. Because I was just gonna you know plug in my Fender, but he's like, no, dude, if we take this amp and yeah. like d- like dual amps and just like, oh, it sounded so good. Same rig setup for the lead. The lead mm-hmm. guitar is yeah. uh on most, but not all the songs is a uh, uh double cutaway Gibson Les Paul. Beautiful guitar of Desmond. Playing through the same amps. Yep. Same, same Fender amps, same Marshall amps. Everything through the two, and Wes could engineer that how he awesome. wanted it. And it awesome. was it was good. Do you know if he went in your balances more Fender or Marshall amp overlaying at the end? Do you know? Hard to say. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to say. Oh, I just didn't know if we told you, like, hey no. man, I'm here, I'm actually using he- more Marshall than Fender. The the Marshall had a more like you know kind of twink or I mean the the Fender had a, has a more like kind of Twank. twinkly sound yeah, yeah and the the Marshall was definitely more of like a beefy kind yes. of so yes. it kind of just took the best of both yeah. yeah nice so 
It was and great. plus Marshall has an 11 on their knob. Yeah. <laughs> I do, but helps. yeah, that song in particular, um, the guitars on it, I just love. And it, Desmond's no, lead guitar especially. It just is and the, the mandolin is, is such a and great then, touch. Yeah, it's just this nice it's, texture. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's just a third string tone that, mm-hmm. that helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Man, that's beautiful. Thanks. Get Wanna... to have your Zeppelin on once in your life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude. It definitely it definitely is. It definitely it. has that fucking feel. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, let's cut right third song. Yeah, same song. Yeah. But not... Okay, so... So uh, it's called the same it's song. Called, it's called same song, but it's not the same song as we just listened to. No, it's not. It's, it's a, a completely it's a different it's a song, song, but the, it's the, the, the same title, song. The title comes from a lyric you'll hear in the song. Beautiful. But, yeah. Uh, and who? Because so the first. So if, if you guys could, okay, if you couldn't tell, uh, both Ian and Desmond are the lead singers. So we're both songwriters. We're both we've both been writing songs a long time. Yes. And we kind of joined forces and decided to you know which play is lead a, on your songs. You play it on my songs, etc. It's a beautiful balance. It's been great. Yeah. And so you'll hear back and forth the. Uh, yeah, you'll hear a little bit of each of our songs. And yeah. Get it's, a glimpse it's, into it's each of our minds. It's split fifty fifty. Yeah. Um, and Ian wrote and sings this one. Um, it features Josh on the bass quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. All right, Ruby same bass. song, but different song.
song i uh i hear the beatles in there uh, and yeah, that's in, the, in your there. Uh, yeah. that that the, the just the 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 tonal change between those two mm-hmm. yeah yeah triads or whatever and that actually was they they definitely are a big influence on me for yeah sure. yeah as they are yeah, Lots not not in the main melody line of the vocals, but in the sure. the, the ooze in the oh yeah no background. I, I, I won't deny it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I will say that is the song of mine. I am like most proud of that song is my baby. Um, all my songs are my babies, I guess to some extent. But that's sure. like, that's like the favorite, you know. <laughs> that's <laughs> your favorite. Yeah, you um, keep, some babies you kill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that right. one you keep. Alive. I think we've all murdered and eaten a couple yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah. You, you put Definitely. that one through college. Well, we lo- we yeah. lost a couple babies along the way. This is the one, yeah. yeah. This, is the one you, this, is one you, this is the one you buy a buy a Corvette for their. 16th well, birthday. so in in case you guys are out there and and making babies and losing babies and not sure in what to do with babies, um, we have a product for you. Oh, we actually do. Oh, here we go. Gentlemen, oh hey, gentlemen, let's all sit down here. Uh, we're going to get started. We're all here because we share the same problem. We all tend to lose our babies. Uh, we're going to start off today's meeting by just going around the room, say your name, uh, maybe what you do, and uh, your first time losing your baby. Hey, my name's Pete. Hey, Hi, Pete. Hey, uh, I'm 42. I work in the IBEW, and uh, the first time I lost my son... Uh, it was a hot day out. We were watching SpongeBob. I went in the kitchen to grab popsicles, one for me and two for him, and uh, came back and that fat little bastard had already run away. I don't know where he was. I searched the whole house. 45 minutes. He was in the dryer. Wonder how he got in there. Huh. Man, you look great for 42. Thanks for sharing, Pete. Next. 
Hi, my name's Tank. I want to tell you about losing the third baby, because we didn't get the other two back. I was bailing hay one day, and the baby must have fell into a bale, because I didn't see it again until I was in town. I was selling my bales, and then I saw his purple little foot sticking out 13 years later, and he still won't get near my tractor. Oh, man. Okay. Thanks for sharing, Tank. Let's move on. Next. Hi, my name's Joe. Hi, Hi, Joe. First time I lost my baby, I was gathering old clothes to donate to Goodwill. My kid must have crawled inside a box of clothes before I dropped him off at the donate station. I didn't even realize it until I got home that evening. I called him, and the truck had already left. Oh, man, it was driving all over the place. Luckily, I had Kablog's baby finder, and I ended up getting my kid six counties over. I think we're all curious. What's the baby finder, Joe? Well, it's just a thing that you attach to your baby any way you can. Kablog makes it, and it tells you where your baby is right on your phone. Thanks, Kablog! Kablog's hopefully patented child finders product of Kablog. So there really is an app for everything. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And that's uh, in case you guys are losing your babies. Kablog. Is that the same company as the... The first commercial. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. It's the same company yeah. that makes every single oh. product we endorse on this podcast. Yeah, they're the big sponsor. One they're, of the same. See, what's amazing is we have one spo- sponsor for this show. It's Kablarg, but they are such a multifaceted company <laughs> that that we really can hit a bunch of markets. Like, yeah. oh, you guys haven't been on in a while. Um, they make pizza. <laughs> oh, they're like Kirkland. <laughs> Man, it smells great in here. What is this place? Kablarg Pizzeria. We slice it differently here. It's cool. It's, it's cool. cool. Damn right it's cool. She's not about to tell you why. <laughs> this is She is Naughty and I represent this pizza. If you take another slice, I'm going to turn into a diva. A pie so unique it's cut in random size slices. Fresh Kablarg toppings with secret herbs and spices. They pound out the dough, then they spin that shit. Slap it on the <laughs> table, then spread the sauce thick. Put on the meat, veggies, then cheese. A bucket full of grease just to clog your arteries. I love pizza so much, it's like a disease, a virus. As it infects, it gives pizza artists arthritis. When you're craving pizza, Kablarg is the only. Hoard it to yourself or share it with a homie. <laughs> we slice it differently, it's cool, it's cool. Our, wow. mul- our multi-talented drummer there doing some <laughs> The doing first some time I've heard you rapping, you have got mad flow. Oh, oh, you want? Oh, oh okay. You. Actually, <laughs> we don't need to do this, baby, right now. No, but. no. If you guys, oh, we'll do one more. We'll no, do really. one more. And this <laughs> okay. is this is my favorite rap he's ever done. Oh, no. Yo, everybody, today we be out here kablogging with Shiz Naughty. Shiz, how you? Shiz be good. Shiz Naughty ready to party. We got Captain Kablog out front giving away lollipops to all the little ruglets and shit. Not gonna talk about it though, I'm gonna be about it. Kablar! Fix your shitty car, it is the goop that's super smart. It is an art to watch it start to move a rusted sticky part. Snag it at your local mart or bar it off your workmate's card. Kablar's a spray that's used in ways can save you from your fucked up taste. Squirt, squirt. Let's go. <laughs> now we are two pros that know how to fix problems we face on the road. Kablar is sick, it will unstick or restick the Kablar trick. <laughs> She's naughty. <laughs> we don't stop the party. That's pretty good. He's a star. She's naughty. Yeah, that's, nice his, that's his alter That's ego. my rap name. Impressive. She's naughty. <laughs> and I'm his, I'm his, I'm his hype man <laughs> slash DJ name, and I'm I'm MC Young Lil. <laughs> MC Young Lil. I love it. <laughs> it's every little name right. moniker that they throw in. Yeah. I so that's it. I'm MC Young Lil. It's like Lil. nothing really. Yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> MC Young Lil. Oh my god. <laughs> 
I'm surprised no one's actually done. And he's that. older than me and much taller. <laughs> and he's my eye man. Yeah, yeah oh, young Will. Just a little older. Uh, it's great. It's great. Anyway. So that's yeah, it's Kablarg, our sponsor. And then they're, they're an amazing company. Thanks, Kablarg. They do they do so much for us. Uh, Kablarg with two A's. Okay. Of course. Um Oh man, that's great. Okay, I have another question for you guys now. Back to you completely. All you. right. And then we'll go to the next song. How do you what's your stance on umbrellas? Do you like them? Do you not like them? Umbrellas. Um, yeah, I so I'm I'm again them. I'm against them. Yes. Uh, okay. um, because <laughs> o- o- only only because um, there's plenty of hoods and and there are hooded coats that will repel the rain mm-hmm. just as well and keep your hands free. And the only there there like if somebody wants to use an umbrella, that's fine. I'm not gonna judge anybody. But um, the only. The only time I've liked using an umbrella, it had nothing to do with its utility. Because I liked sharing an umbrella with another yeah, person. Because you get to be co- get cozy with them. However, but, but, the, but you still nice. get wet as but hell. But here's the thing: because you can't both fit under the it, damn. Thing. It can't be windy, and the rain has to be coming straight <laughs> down yeah, in yeah, light that's drops. True. That's the true. only time an umbrella is ever good is if you're standing still, you're not moving anywhere, and there's no wind. And then when you get where you're gonna go, if it's a public place. Somebody's gonna steal it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be it, here. It could be a perfect light drizzle. Oh, an umbrella's nice. You're standing there waiting for the bus to come. You're not getting wet at all. You popped it out, and then as soon as you take steps, and the wind, you start walking through falling water. From here down, is soaked. No matter what you do, no matter what you do with an umbrella, well, here down is soaked every single time you walk with one. It doesn't keep <laughs> you dry at all. They sold a sham. Well, yeah. I, and I, I kind of I remember. Um, I mean, I think things happen in waves, but like in the early to mid aughts, when like the greater world or like of media and social stuff, like L.A. and New York, started to get interested and curious about the Northwest again after the you know yeah. Seattle in the '90s had kind of faded off, and there was like articles in the New York Times written about Portland. There was this thing I thought was hilarious that <laughs> people were writing about, like, it's so cool. Like, it rains here all the time, but no one cares. Like, they wear really practical clothes, and they don't <laughs> use umbrellas. They have, like, a Gore-Tex, you know, uh, coat, and they ride their bikes. And, like, you know, it, yeah. it was like the these other places were like, wow, they know <laughs> how to deal with the rain. <laughs> this... It's, it's, that's amazing. Isn't that hilarious? Like this thing that's been falling from the sky ever since we evolved into humans. Yeah. We've just now figured out how to deal with it. This one town, this mecca of rain management on the west coast of America. That's hilarious. What about you guys? You guys like umbrellas? Do you do you use I, them? I'm a raincoat guy. I don't use an umbrella, yeah. but I agree with Desmond. The main the main like appeal of an umbrella is, is like holding it yeah, waiting for someone to holding hand, it with somebody or like yeah, if you're sharing yeah. it with somebody you know it's like a nice way to get intimate being that smooth guy when you're standing outside yeah. and it's raining and there's someone yeah. a, a lady standing there without you just go oh Boom. do you need to do you need some shelter here you and, and the the the, but, the the stud move is when you stand there and you you like i don't want to br- break your bubble right you don't want to yeah. get that close thing so you you hold yeah, it you out hold for her over them while you're and like you're just taking the rain as a stud move is you just hold the umbrella out bonus Still purely symbolic. Yeah, like exactly, eighty percent of both of you is still going to get wet. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. yeah. If, and if it's anything more than a slight rain, 
Yeah. Once it gets hard and you're on a city street, the rain bounces off the pavement and comes <laughs> up at the bottom of your legs anyway. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. I I I had that epiphany the other day, and I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. And fuck umbrellas, man. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> we, need right, a, yeah. we need to. We need to. I'll die on that hill. We need to yeah. get it. We need. To, here's what we need to. We need to make raincoats cooler, right? The raincoats kind of been yeah. a raincoat since a raincoat was a raincoat. Yeah. <laughs> we need to figure out a way to make raincoats cooler. Yeah. There you go. I'm sure there's well, people working on it. We're going to, our next album <laughs> cover, we'll just Nike be us lab. all in raincoats. All in raincoats saying, <laughs> with a, with an umbr- stomping on umbrellas on the ground, right? Yeah. That's the that's <laughs> the act with the, the cross. The yeah, cross <laughs> the cross, the umbrellas on the back, raincoats on the front. Yeah. I nice. think they cause more problems than they actually help. Sure, is, if it's windy, <laughs> yeah. if it's windy, they fold up <laughs> Inside backwards, out. Yeah, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. I will say which though, could hurt you. I will say, though, magic umbrellas like Mary Poppins style, I'm, I'm on board. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, t- twisting an umbrella is kind of cool, obviously. you know, yeah, like the, they're the, light in your hand. The twirl, and, but, you know, walking. Fun. Okay, then what? you're in the rain. You have a wet-ass umbrella. You have to walk into a dry place. What do you do with all that water? Mm. You have to shake it out in the entryway the and make puddles and then close it up, and then you just have this dripping wet thing that you're carrying around that's not <laughs> folded up right. The strap with Velcro's wearing out because it's sat in the backseat of your car for three and a half months. All right. Yeah, I think we've I think we've settled it. All right. Let's go on to the next song. That's brilliant. So song number four, what is the name of this song? This song is called New Town. New This is oh, a Desmond I, song. This is a Desmond song. And I Desmond really song. enjoy this song every time you play it live. Oh, thank you. Yeah. This is the truth. Uh, should we just jump in? Play it, man. Let's go. Let's okay. rock and roll. All right. New Town. <laughs> Wonderful layering with the guitars here, guys. Now we'll be here, love, when you get back. I will still sing to you after all my words are dead. Waking up next to you in the meantime. Might be the first on the song. Desert. Yeah, that's good. 
Bravo, so sir. Good. I love it. Bravo, good sir. It doesn't coyote. happen live very often. What are you gonna say, Josh? It's a coyote that yeah, wandered into the studio. Down that Camino Rocoso. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thank you. You guys accomplish you you guys accomplish negative space in your music so well. Thanks. Thank you. you leave emptiness in places that I maybe it's just me, but I want to hear I like you're grooving along and then all of a sudden just there's one instrument will just leave a little gap and you're like your mind goes, Oh, there's something like a little different and then everybody comes back in. And okay, I have two questions three questions about that song sure one what prompted the high part desmond oh i wish i could remember <laughs> um it I, wasn't a studio thing you guys did that live before no 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 it, it, we we only have done that in the studio i okay i, oh, I oh. have a pretty wide falsetto range that always abandons my ass live <laughs> Uh, gotcha. But if I'm just practicing at home or if we're in the studio, I can do some pretty high falsetto stuff. Um, I don't remember exactly why I got into that. I mean, um, but the, it was the, a studio creation. Yeah, it was. It was in the last of the vocal comps, and I yeah, was like, yeah. you know, let me just throw these on. If they sound bad, we'll just I scrap think, them. I think I remember you doing them at home in the basement before we oh. actually recorded them. I think maybe when you were practicing that song. I heard you awesome. like messing around with that. Very and well could have. So it also it being your song, mm-hmm. um, do you also the ooh up, ooh up? Yeah. Ooh. That was do you idea. plan all that too? I, I did, yeah. Um, okay. I will say Ian composes, I'd say, 90 to 80% <laughs> of all the harmony vocals. That was one that I had actually stacked. Yeah. And I was like, I actually know. Well, I was actually like, more interested in the timing of how long... They oh, were yeah. held out for. Yeah, I, I did the phrasing and all that, yeah, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. I remember, because he said he wanted backing vocals in the chorus, and I was like, well, what did you have in mind? And he, he sung literally that. He was like, yeah. this is what I'm hearing. So Awesome. Yeah. And I, I love I, it because it's not all the same kind of Rather than phrase, just being like, ooh, kind of, you know, just staying or on just the same ooh, thing. Or just, 
Yeah. Ooh, oh, I having that saying, same yeah. long drawn out. Yeah. That's two different, every, every two different rhythms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'd had the idea. And that's where for that's where while. the empty space comes in is you leave yeah. that little bit ooh, hanging ooh, after ooh, the second ooh, the quick yeah. ooh up. Well, leaves. we'll have to add some more empty spaces. I like it. I like it. I like it. That one worked. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. That one really worked. It really, really did. That's one of my favorite songs of Desmond's that yeah, it's, it's it is it. a really, really good fun. song. It's really fun. Thanks, guys. When, when I when you first played it, I thought that was like that was like the Eagles. It's our Eagles song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, it is an Eagles song. It's like yeah. out in the desert, like sunsetting. Yeah, yeah this yeah. thing like the Eagles get like I don't know. I know it's like this like the I, cool I, thing I, is to like hate the Eagles, but like the Eagles <sighs> are great. Like. <sighs> Especially just, especially in ter- just in terms, sheer terms of their harmonies. Now, their now, harmonies if, alone oh, I can understand, like I can understand really if good. somebody's like, "Oh, they're not my type of music." Yeah. Okay, cool. The Eagles aren't your type of music, but to yeah. go, "Oh, they suck," is yeah, like, just a, "Are you?" It's just a lie. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, just outright a lie. Have you ever seen? I mean, one five-part harmonies. Yeah. So eat that. Like, yeah. just eat a bag of dicks of that. <laughs> and then on top of that, uh, have you ever heard of Joe Walsh? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah you can't so, really hate Joe Walsh. Yeah, I so, mean, yeah. superstar. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, say what you want about the Eagles, and I, I might, I, I don't have a dog in the fight, except I will say, like, yeah, but Joe Walsh. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no joke. There's no joke. So, so let, I have a question for the Jason and the Josh, the J-Meisters over here. Oh, yeah. Um, do, do you, obviously, it seems, um, you guys have an inherent connection to the music, not being, I guess, primary songwriters. <coughs> um, but you guys also spend a lot of time composing with each other, the ideas they bring, right? Is that kind of definitely, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take the song ideas that they give us and kind of find what fits. Yeah, yeah we all develop it and well. Yeah. Together, I'd so, say. So in parts like like in that, you know, there are parts, the, you, know. you had one turnaround in the middle of the song that was like like 5-4 or 7-8. It was it was an odd time right in the middle of that thing and it was a turn that turnaround. Is that <coughs> Oh, the that so like how something like that when it comes around is that like they bring in for an idea and you guys are just jamming along and like oh man this riff would fit cool here or like like I'm interested because as a bass player mm. I you know the rhythm section you guys are the the rhythm section yeah. and so you know a lot of times being a bass player myself and and writing music you know it's kind of like man some of these parts need this like this rhythm feel here do you feel like how does that flow go when you guys are like, man, this, I don't know. Like for this song. I, I'm not quite sure how to ask the question right that I'm trying, that I'm thinking of in my head. Mm-hmm. Like for, for this song, Desmond had some good, some ideas on like what he wanted in terms of <coughs> when certain instruments should play and like that break. Uh, yeah, who would, who would play what was kind of. Okay, okay, I guess, I guess, okay, here's, here's what I'm trying to say. You guys are here now, or you're playing these songs live. Mm. The end product, you feel like it's just as much as your song, right? As it's their song that they like. 
their brainchild, right? I know you're asking them, but I want to. I just want to chime um, in because, um, in ter- I'll just say in terms of like, there's some songs like the same song, the one that I described as my baby. I I had that baseline in mind. I had certain things in mind that I was definitely gonna want in the song. Um, but for the most part, and like and like you know, on Hyde, I I like I mentioned, Ray wrote that baseline, yeah. which is awesome. Um, but. I just want to be clear. Josh and Jason both do contribute a lot compositionally speaking to the songs. So I I do feel like they are naked luck songs ultimately. Um, Right. I don't normally have a bass line in mind for Josh to play. I don't normally have, I might have like a feel in mind. Like I want like a hip hop feel or I want like a, you know, like a shuffle on this. Cut time here, shuffle here, But it's it's not, you know, I leave it up. I try to leave it up to them as much as possible. Right, right. And that's what I'm trying to feel like. You know, we've listened to four songs so far, and like, mm. like when when you guys are sitting here f- feeling this and getting this, and you know, obviously it's like exciting as well. What? Oh yeah, your relationship. I, I guess I'm just kind of asking you to describe your relationship with the music from your position in the band, and you know what gotcha. I mean, like, like, like I mean, sitting here hearing four. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sitting here hearing four songs in, like. What do you guys feel about it? Do you, you, you know, you're hearing you, you're hearing the, the everything you work together on, you're hearing mm. crazy high falsettos and you're hearing shredding distortion heavy, you know, like what, what is your feel of it so far? I guess it's kind of like, it's kind of like a lot of difference. It reminds me, I guess like as I'm playing it now, it reminds me of the beginning and where I'm at now and kind of where I'm at with yeah. both the instruments that I'm playing too. So it's kind of like, it's, it's great playing with people that have been writing songs for so long and yeah. then, and then they like are so comfortable with what they're doing and then they're able to like tell you, I don't know. It's like super refreshing actually to be able to be around musicians that know what they want, but then, sure, um, okay. but then also like, it's not really exactly like what they tell you to do, but how like you're more or less interpreting what they're saying with the music and together, then that's going to formulate the songs and layer it all, I guess. But, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, it is. We're all a layer, I guess. And some people have, you know, a thicker part, but, um, or, or as far as like the actual writing process or the real, you know, but, but yeah. but you all go into the studio at the same time and mm-hmm. all have to play your part. Do you guys play to a click track when you recorded? Not this no, album, no. but we're doing okay. it on the okay. new one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we well, tried it out on the newer album on a, on a song. Well, let me tell you, I, I was I was curious because at some points it it feels like the tempo moves, but right. <laughs> well. Yep. Oh, it, it does, but oh, we're does. together. Yeah. Well, like, we, were, no, we were aware no. and happy. No, yeah, no, no. Here's here is the credit: is it doesn't none of it sounds programmed. Yeah, and I love that so much because to think that any band that I listen to that I love from the past, they wanted to create what they did live on an album. That was their intent. Every almost every single time they could create this sound in this room that they jam in, and they wanted to create that sound live on an eight track. Mm-hmm. You know, like they click tracks. No, they jammed in that fucking room. There was no <laughs> yeah, click yeah. tracks. Yeah. You listen to Led Zeppelin when the levee breaks. Oh, that's that one thing. Mic that's on the drums anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that and, and the tempo is all over the place <laughs> yeah. when you listen to that song. But 
the power and the dynamic of them knowing each other, swelling up tempo, swelling into the front of the beat, backing off into the back of the beat on only the drums when the guitars are still on the front beat. Mm -hmm. And like all of that playing within the minutia of them sitting yeah, you know there, there's this amazing video on YouTube where they take that song and they isolate just Bonham's drum tracks. Mm. They you listen to the raw version of his drum tracks and then they take it and quantize it. Yeah, oh, wow. and just take his drum tracks and quantize his drum tracks to the nearest beat, right? And it sounds clean, er, but it loses every that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it good... loses every shuffle feeling. And what you guys have accomplished so well on this album is maintaining that feel of like, <laughs> I can imagine you all getting to a solo part and Desmond jumping around on his solo and you guys yeah. looking at each other live on a thing. And every little variation that would happen in that live setting that is not out of time. Mm-hmm. Because you all are together. Sure. It's it's not like breaking any wall of people being able to keep up, you know, with the 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 one and the three or the two and the four if they're a real person. Because <laughs> oh, most people don't clap on a one and a three. No. Let me just say that. Well, I hope not. A lot of people <laughs> clap on one and threes. No one should ever clap on a one and a yeah. three. <laughs> you clap on the two and the four. I'm just saying. Music 101. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. But. I will say. Um, I think the album, yeah, none of it's to a click. I, and we yeah. can talk, um, when we get to the last song, let's come back to the um, conversation of tempo because there's a funny anecdote to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, I think the uh, the album for me was a testament to us getting to know each other musically. Yes. Yes. Because we played a lot of shows oh, before we ever yeah. went in to record. And, like, you know, we had to you know iron things out and i had to like really adjust um because i really kind of learned how to be a frontman and um got some advice from one of my favorite frontmen uh dustin hammond of run on sentence saw us play and kind of told me he was like man if you're not relaxed if you if you are not just like singing and playing and don't really give a shit what the rest of the band is doing. Like, you know, you're not doing your role. And uh, so kind of I've always kept that in mind, trying to work towards that whenever I have to sing a song. Um, well, it's part of being comfortable in your part. Yeah, yeah and uncomfortable in just trusting the other guys to that like... That they know their part. Yeah. Just that they're going to that they're gonna feel the song and just, you know, yeah. that that, yeah. that we're all going to support each other. And that I'm not gonna like, I don't know, just be super anxious about it. Um, anyway, the, but the album coming out of recording the album, I was like, okay, like we recorded this raw, just all of us playing together, and it sounds great. And that to me was like proof of I was like, see, like we've come a long way, and yeah. we play great together. Absolutely, absolutely. No, you guys really do. I mean, it Thank shows. You. It shows on this. Thanks. You know. Um, Another another thing that that that's f- kind of parallel for me in the way I feel um, is um, having the confidence because you know you'll get into a part that you know you have to play and and the musician brain that not only is well trained to listen to music but understands each other so well 
<clears throat> is you're almost listening your your brain is processing you listening before your brain recognizes like you think about the choice you have to make mm. like you're so focused on what you have to do but also at the same time before you do what you have to do you're making sure everybody else is on the same beat as you you know you're sitting there and waiting for that symbol hit to hit because you're going to come up to this slide or this bend and you know you're going to hit that bend but you're waiting for the symbol hit and it's almost like you hear it hit and then you'd make that bend yeah. but it's all happened you know what i mean like you yeah. kind of i i feel <clears throat> like if i i'm in the best place when i'm playing music live i'm in the best place when i'm kind of on muscle memory yeah and i'm just oh, yeah. listening to the th what jason's doing on the ride symbol or i'm just listening to josh or yeah josh's yeah. runs or like <clears throat> an arpeggio that ian's doing and the part i'm playing is like autopilot I'm hearing it through one of my ears as like another part and it's, i'm just yeah. glued into it's that hi-hat like, or whatever you almost get a little transcendent ex yeah. transcendent experience it's almost like you, you you're looking at yourself playing with the rest of the brand mm. yeah out of body experience. a little bit <laughs> a yeah, little bit sure. yeah I, I love i love playing live and hearing like each of these guys's little improvisations and like Desmond's like guitar like interruptions and do do like you know that aren't planned and Jason's fills and Ian's things and like mm. trying to uh communicate with parts that I'm playing and kind of like go off of what they're playing rhythmically and like every every time Desmond plays a solo I want to play a solo at the same time you know on the yeah. bass like I want to yeah. like yeah. play up and like do all this fancy stuff and like yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. That's mm -hmm. fun. So, so real quick question, and actually, no, I'm gonna say that question. Should we learn? I'm gonna say song? that question. Let's do another song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sweet. Song number five. Yeah, we got. We got. We're we're just almost halfway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's perfect. Right. This song is called Grizzly Bear. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Wonderful it goes song. Like, it goes like this. Fuck grizzly bears, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
Like a grizzly bear, you want it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's awesome. grizzly bear. That's like the oldest song, I think, of, of mine anyway, that we that we play in Naked Luck. It it was a song I wrote for my my former band, Reruns. Which I played bass in. Yes. Oh wow. Ian was one of the bass players in that band and yeah. uh yeah, it's one of the only ones that kind of tra- transferred over. Fun. And obviously you wrote it about a bear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Like a grizzly. Is it a bear. metaphor? Um, it's a simile because I'm saying it is like something. <laughs> so it's a well, simile or analogy. Um, uh, what is like a grizzly bear? Um Ooh. Trying to get away from things you're responsible for that you know hurt other people <laughs> and you're trying to just go to sleep and or like, not think about it cuz you got to live your life. Yeah. Got it. That's that song. Like a grizzly bear if you want you can sleep the winter through is the Yeah. the main hook. You can sleep the winter through. All right. I like that. Wow. Yeah. It's a fun tune. I like that one. Mm-hmm. It's always it fun. is. It's very fun. Shuffles. We have a couple shuffles. Yeah. It's that shuffle sound. Dancing. Yeah, people really like it. They like to dance to that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the shuffle was created, to move hips. Yeah. That's it? Hips and dips. Yeah. They have this, like. And Jason's great at playing shuffles. And. Josh walks a killer baseline. So yeah, yeah. I was gonna say what Josh. What was your uh, I, I thought forgot, for that baseline? I, I forgot on this track how much I like just Im- 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 improvised. Uh, oh yeah, with that baseline. Um, but yeah, just just keeping it like slow and uh, you know, just really laid back and I, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of a uh, swagger. It's yeah, it is on the backbeat a lot. Swagger. I like that. That's why we trust Josh always. I've played with a lot of oh, bass yeah. players in, in rock bands, and um, I think Josh is the only one I've played with in a rock band who could also walk a bass line, like, without, like, like you know, composing it first, you know, could actually just improvise a, a walking yeah. bass line. It's yeah. just it's so keep, awesome. Keep it moving. Yep. Yep. Got to. Got to. Gotta <laughs> love that fifth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool, guys. Well. Should we jump right into Let's do it. Let's right. do it. Yeah. Uh, this is one of mine. It's called The Bridge. Um, I can say something about this Please, one. Please, do which, it. Because uh, it's one of my one of my favorite lyrics I've ever written. Um, people seem to like this one. It makes for a good sing-along. But the hook came to me when I was biking over a bridge when I was on my way to work like three or four years ago. Um, which bridge? I mean, it was it wasn't one of the fa- it, it wasn't one of the main Portland oh, bridges. Okay. It was a, it was a bridge over like uh, so we live on Johnson Creek Boulevard. Desmond oh sure, and I, sure, sure. Uh, just off Johnson Creek, and I was biking over Johnson Creek. It's just a little bike bridge. Yeah, yeah. On the totally. Springwater Corridor Trail, and I I don't know why, but it I was thinking about two different phrases, which were uh, you know it's all just water under the bridge, and uh, cry me a river, build me a bridge, and get over it. You know that thing you used to say sure. <laughs> like yeah. people in high school oh, yeah. or whatever. Definitely. I was thinking of those two and I was like, oh, what if I took them, like, like meshed them together and it was, uh, it's all just water under the bridge I built to get over you or it, depending on the verse. But Cool. <laughs> and it made for a good hook. And I was listening to a lot of Fiona Apple at the time, so <laughs> you might hear some of that influence. Interesting. And then, of course, okay. Dr. Dog, one of my main influences. Dr. Dog. Great band. Great shout out. Um, all right. Yeah, this Powerful is called The Bridge. Shout out. 
Yeah, nice soft finish. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah, so that's just a song about Powerful getting song. over getting over stuff. It's very it was very cathartic oh, yeah. to write it. I'm sure. The first verse is about a long distance relationship I had that did not end well. Uh, the second when verse is about her? the second verse is about a uh, also about a lady, and uh, the third verse is about a falling out I had with my guitar teacher in college. Oh, I actually <laughs> thought you were going to say and a dog. <laughs> no, first the verse yeah. about a lady. Second verse about a lady. Third verse about a dog. <laughs> no. No, I've, I've never had to write anything that like scathing about a dog. Oh. <laughs> I love dogs. Oh, they, I no, no, I had a falling out. I'm not going to go into it, but it, you know, it felt very good to write it. Um, sure, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's that song. <laughs> Beautiful, gentlemen. That's awesome. Shout out to Jason on the drums on all, all, all these songs, but yeah, just like he's a really unique drummer yes i was actually gonna say that well he's even unique mm-hmm. just just by way of the very fact that he can sing and play drums that's not that common oh yeah. oh, no. a singing drummer yeah. as well as he can yeah. completely like it's he has great limb separation between his feet and his hands yeah he can do funny feet stuff and funny hand stuff and then separate all that from the singing his mouth <laughs> yeah and sing a completely different time structure over what his hands and his feet are fine. I'm still kind of a gigantic mess. <laughs> sometimes. We, we sometimes. Do, <laughs> we do abuse it and push it to the limit. Yeah. Which you right, guys so you're should. Gonna do, you're going to the fuck out of for that. <laughs> We're going to do this crazy polyrhythm, and then you're also going to sing this weird chromatic line. No, just yeah. yeah. It's just. Yeah. So you need to think about pitch. You need to hear uh, dissonance and tone control and count to 11. Yeah, and well, and I've got there's a new song we have where I've got him like switching the snare on mid song, and it's like Jason, you're gonna you're gonna do this fill, and you're gonna switch the snare on, and then you're gonna come in with the backing vocals right there, and like yeah, it's it's intense, but he he, but he holds it. He's now. awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun. For, is it fun for it's you, fun. Josh, being a, a bass player and oh yeah, and and also being a drummer, and like he does things that I would never think to do, and like it's really yeah. cool. Uh, well, it's you have a left-handed guy and a right-handed kit playing with a, a mechanism. Did I not know that? Are you? Yeah, I'm left-handed. <laughs> I oh, but man. I play both. Keep it to himself. Of. Yeah. And so he can sit there and do any hand snare, any hand yeah. hi-hat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He can play yeah. this, he can that. play this way, this way, yeah. this way, <laughs> this way, like Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. We're lucky like, to have him. You're all the great like roles and you're very your fluid, very yeah. fluid style. Like, Thank yeah. you. Yes, especially Thank on you. that song, like you keep the the that three four water flowing feel. Yes, rolling. Yes, under nice. all the other stuff we do. That Agreed. that song, one of the most distinctive features of it in that hook is that it has an irregular number of measures. So it's a seven measure phrase instead of an eight measure phrase, which is a common thing. And I did that intentionally. And I I kind of told Jason like you know I really want you to emphasize that like you know don't dun dun bah like back to the top of the phrase and like just like that it was like yeah yeah i got you and he just yeah. he, he he emphasizes it really well so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. no hum- humble hippo over here <laughs> is uh <laughs> no you're you're a stud <laughs> and and they know it look yeah. at their faces <laughs> great job man i mean everything on this yeah. sounds fucking great for all thanks, of like thanks man like it is just such it is humbling for me to know you all and get to hear the quality of music and the thought like nothing about this 
at all says, oh, yeah, we threw this together for a filler song last minute. Yeah. Not no. one of these songs I hope is... Not. <laughs> no, no, not no. at all. I mean, every point, every break, every yeah. double roll, every double stop, everything you do has a purpose to the integrity of the song. And Thank you. That's, yeah. I, and I, I think we can own that because mm. we came to this opportunity, again, that my friend Wes gave us to come to his studio. We came to it with way more than 10 songs. And we came to it with the idea that we might not record 10 songs. Um, we tried to work up, I think, our best, I don't know, seven or eight. We had eight and, originally. Oh, yeah. And then that we threw eight, a yeah. couple. We, it went well enough that we mm-hmm. made it a full album with 10. Yeah. Um, and so there were definitely, um, there was thought and um, selection that went into what songs we chose to record. Yeah. Um, the ones we felt really strong on that we all clicked on. Yeah. Yeah. This is like Naked Luck version one for me. Cause these are all songs, mostly songs that they had written before I joined. This is Josh speaking. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and seeing them live before I joined, seeing like Ray play bass on them. Yeah. And like his style and their cohesive style and trying to like match what he was doing and turning something that well, so you guys are already in the middle of doing new stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah recording which once, is, yeah. which is music. That is the four of you. Yeah. Right. Nothing yeah. old. It's all stuff yeah. that is yeah, it's happened all within us. the last year and a yeah. half or so. So far. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and I, I wish there was a song that we're, we're that we've recorded now. That we have rough recordings on was on this album to talk about, um, because it's, uh, it shows how much the band has evolved since this album where I brought a song to the band and told them like, okay, here are the chords for 75% of the album. It's the same chords. So I'm not going to play. Yeah. You guys know the chords now. It'll be so much more interesting if these chords are not being strummed the entire time. Yeah. And I felt like it was very productive in allowing everyone else to flourish and wow. create like an amazing bass line. The drums just drive the shit out of it, and yeah. uh, Ian's guitar is super ethereal. Um, that's where the band has come, and um, this. But I don't think we could have gotten there if not having gone through the making of this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's we'll beautiful. Future episode. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Future dude. episode, oh. you're gonna hear that song. Yeah. I, I, I hope and you all, all you guys out there right now, write that down <laughs> in your calendar. Oh. Somewhere on the side, future episode, remind yourself. Also, I'll just, I guess, I'll jump in here too and say, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, we are releasing this album August third at the Way Post. We will most definitely play that song at that show, so you'll hear oh, it yes. there. Well, um, and, and so, and, uh, and also, it'll be a great time. Your album is it just self titled Naked Luck? Yep. 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 Yeah. Naked luck with a beautiful cat on the cover. Yep. Meow. <laughs> That's a yeah. wonderful thing. It's f- yeah. Man, I wish we had a cat commercial right now. <laughs> I wish we we kind of um, do. <laughs> which one? I should not. Oh, <laughs> just think oh, these. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, we kind of do. No, you're right. We kind of do. <laughs> Where's my cat? Okay. Fuck, it's cold. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's let's go to the next song, man. Let's okay. just keep this this thing. Yeah. All right. So yeah. this is another one of mine. Uh, this is called Fly, and uh, 
It's about I, flying. I did the, well. I did the uh, I did the the cliche songwriter thing, and I heard a bird. I, I'm not even kidding. This Fuck bird birds, was, though, right? I know, I know. That's, this, is what I, <laughs> so this is what I was talking about earlier. I did hear a bird singing a, a nice melody that I liked, and it was singing it over and over, like all morning one day at my house. And I was like, I like that melody. I'm gonna record that, and I recorded it. And then I was, I came up with this riff. Actually, Desmond was jamming on something that like I heard as this riff, which it wasn't what he was playing, but it kind of like how I heard it interpreted sure. it. And we jammed on that. And then I found that the melody that I heard this bird sing fit perfectly with this main like guitar progression. And then, of course, I was like, well, I might as well write, write the song about a bird. So the song is basically a, like a hypothetical conversation between a bird and a person. <laughs> so it's like the bird's talking. You'll hear, but the bird is like I the believe, person is so, reaching out to the bird oh, yeah. being like, oh, what, what how, how, like, how can I how can we be more like you and just kind of like fly through life and, and, and so live in the moment, I guess. I've spent many a time. <laughs> I've spent many a time. In full belief, I have conversations with birds. <laughs> nice. You can make noises when they're calling, and then they wait, and you make a noise, yeah. and then they respond, right? And yeah. kind of, yeah. You, you know, <laughs> and and crows are one of those stupid sons of bitches that that you can caw at, and they call back at you. Loons, loons are my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Because it, as an Alaskan, most kids learn a loon call oh, when yeah. they're really young. Well, I, he's like got the most savage loon call. Man. I, I I spent the looniest. I was in the Boy Scouts <laughs> yeah. as a young boy, and I perfected my loon call. Seriously, though. can we? Can he we got a badge it? for um, it. Yeah. Um, God, I hope he can do it. <laughs> I just can't do it right into the mic. Cause oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, just yeah, can... hold on. It's he, gonna come. He's gotta wet the whistle. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, my hands are It'll too. Go. My no, hands get, are not. I get, I get, yeah. His hands have gotten a lot bigger. I didn't ever learn it. He <laughs> hasn't practiced this in a while. I haven't seen him do this since he was twelve. <laughs> I got a high note that you hit because you'll yeah. hear the loon. They'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, have yeah. a specific note, yeah. and they, they drop up. And so when I when I'm like in peak form. in in peak form, my hands are my hands are dry. Because the problem is you need to be able to seal everything, but you need your thumbs wet, but every, all the rest of your hands have to be dry, and I have sweaty fucking hands right now. But but in peak <laughs> form, you can draw the loons. Well, <laughs> well, I've I've spent many a time sitting out like I li- in in you know I lived in Kasilov, mm-hmm. and so I lived by Johnson Lake, and there was loon nests on the other side of the lake, and so every time as a kid going camping there in the middle of the night, I would wake up and walk to the edge of the lake and just start making loon calls. Yeah, that's awesome because. If birds are is in any animal, if it doesn't sound like them, they're not going to respond to yeah. just humans making noise. They're going to go, "What the hell is that noise?" Yeah. yeah. And often enough, I would make calls and then actually get them to start making noise, mm-hmm. not knowing if I was telling them to like go fuck themselves or <laughs> or like, "Hey, I'm going to come eat your eggs," or like, "We should party later and get some margaritas." I didn't, had no idea what I was saying to the loons. Yeah. But yeah, get them to talk back. <laughs> maybe so, you had an accent. Oh, maybe like I, you were from a different part of the uh, loon. Or they were talking about you. They were like, "Do you hear that dude over there?" <laughs> yeah, right. What is like this asshole? Is that Bob? Is he drunk again? <laughs> <laughs> talking all weird, pretending he's from 
some place worst loon yeah. ever worst loon ever yeah <laughs> yeah so i've that's funny that you had a this melody line no. is going to be about a bird because i've often d- imagined that i was gonna that i had conversations with birds yeah <laughs> yeah so this yeah okay so Almost the song is called fly, fly.
Nice. Very tight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun one. Interesting. Yeah, it really is. Interesting concept I about the, that b- one. the bird. So, yeah. Wow. And you got that from just hearing a bird singing outside your window. Did it wake I you mean, up? Did it make you <laughs> that's mad? what I said. No, no, when it didn't he first wake showed me it up. to us. No, I was already awake. Yeah, it's that. It's that main. Uh, <laughs> right. That whole phrase. It was just doing that over and over again one morning, and I was like, "That's a very interesting melody." Yeah, and also like I don't know. It's like I I hear birds all the time at my house, but I I don't always I don't normally hear them just singing the same melody over and over. Mm. So it almost seemed like some sort of like mating call or some sort of call of some sort. Um, but I just, I liked the melody and I was like, I'm going to record that. And then I, I turned it into a song. (laughs) That's great. Okay. We're going to go around the circle real fast, starting with Ian favorite flavor of ice cream. Oh, oh man. That's a tough one. My mind always immediately goes to pistachio and I don't even eat pistachio ice cream that much. It's just, I really like it. And it's always like, it's just so unique, but it's like either that or it'd be like chocolate peanut butter. Oh, cool. Nice. (laughs) Uh, I love ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, best, best answer, dude. Yes. Yeah. flavor of ice yeah. cream is ice cream. I fucking ice love ice cream, cream dude. <laughs> uh, I've been really into like the, what is it, moose tracks with like the, oh, yeah. the oh, tracks. Oh, and, like the Us Alaskans, <laughs> like he just my struck fa- a chord, my favorite, <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> My favorite <laughs> tracks of all time have been caribou tracks. It's not my favorite oh, ice yeah. cream, but caribou <laughs> tracks with the caramel cups yeah. are my oh. favorite. Uh, yeah, they have the little little cups, and they yeah. have like the chocolate, like hard chocolate, like yeah, fudge. dude, fudge, yeah, uh, those are great. Moose tracks. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a beautiful answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, for Desmond, if you're going generic, like if I if I don't know what I'm getting into, you know. You uh, have full choice and reign over what the ability to eat any ice cream you want well, right now. What's your favorite? I, I think the right now it's the it's Tillamook's malted moo shake. Ooh, yeah. Because <sighs> the chocolate bits are not too hard. Yes. Like when I was a little kid I didn't like the hard bits. I've since ad- adulted and I don't care and I like them, but like it it reconciles something with the child in me that it's like you can have chocolate bits but they're like they something about them they dissolve a little faster than your average like mint and chip and like the malt is also like my mom used to make when she would we would we would all eat ice cream together and it was rationed and stuff (laughs) um she would make malts you know and throw some like malt in there and it was and some berries and it would just be amazing it was delicious Mm -hmm. and i have not encountered it very much as an adult that's funny because one of my favorite ice creams is mint chocolate chip. And as a kid, I would take spoonfuls of it, eat eat it, and then just dissolve all the mint ice cream and then spit all the chocolate chunks right? back into the bowl <laughs> because See, they were too hard too long. Exactly. Uh, See, I, I am not yeah. crazy. I am no. so grateful for finding another person <laughs> in the world that didn't think that was just totally crazy. Brethren. And I, I didn't, for that exact reason, I did not like mint chocolate chip until my first bong rip. And like, <laughs> that could be a quote. That's a, that's a, <laughs> and, I did not like mint chocolate chip. And that okay. brought us back together, and we had a heart. We had it out, and yeah. I didn't care after that. But <laughs> yes, but all the right, but the, right. the the malted <laughs> moo shake from Tillamook ice cream has my full endorsement. Beautiful, right. Jason. Favorite ice cream? God, it's the um the cherry Badur, whatever. It's that's. 
it's good. Big yeah. old chunks of cherry on oh, cherry yeah. Yeah. on cherry. Yeah, that's, that's cherry good stuff. Cherry. See, my favorite, <laughs> cherry, my cherry. favorite ice cream is cherry cordial ice cream because yeah. because oh. it's not the dark cherry; it's the maraschino cherry. Oh yeah, and it has the chocolate, like the thin chocolate swirls in the ice cream oh, yeah. versus gotcha. like chunks of it. And it's yeah. and instead of being a cherry ice cream, it's vanilla ice cream. So the cherry cordial is vanilla ice cream with real good cherry flavor and then swirl. Chocolate. I'm always a yeah. I'm black cherry. I like yeah the, the black cherry. cherry. But the, the thing about too. I love the I love the dark cherry ice cream mm-hmm. as well. But there's something about the the marrying of like the maraschino flavor with vanilla ice cream versus cherry chunks in cherry ice cream mm-hmm. that like you know both of them to me are but. Something about the the, the oh. cherry swirl chocolate. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are ice cream guys and you oh, put yeah. some thought into this. <laughs> oh oh yes. yeah, dude. that makes my heart. I love Rocky happy. Road too. Every night, or or floats. Can like, I tell does you that something? even count as ice cream? Can oh, I, I tell you, it's pretty much a beverage because yeah. it mixes with like the root beer and it's just yeah. kind of creaminess. I'm about. Oh, it's so good. I've never eaten Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah, you're not missing that much. <laughs> Thank. I've never been that into Rocky Road. I've never had it's it. It's got like, marshmallows what? in it. I mean, like I feel marshmallows? like marshmallows. Then. Well, yeah, but here's what we used to do: is we used to take uh, good, yummy ice cream flavors and put marshmallows at the bottom of a, those little express cones, mm-hmm. and then pack it full of ice cream, and then so you eat the whole thing, and at the very bottom, last bite has marshmallows in it that are soaked in the ice cream juice. Ooh. It's the best <laughs> way to surprise yourself in the bottom of a little. I've cone. never even heard ice cream juice. In a sentence, <laughs> that was so weird for me to hear. You said ice cream juice, and I was like, "What? Melted uh, ice cream? All right, all right. Ice cream juice? Okay, yeah, it works. Because you still have the hard part around the juicy part, <laughs> right? Or the juice? Okay. So it's a it's an ambient music side project title. Ice cream <laughs> juice. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually that'd be cool. awesome. Actually, do you remember when uh, Ben and Jerry's started making? Um, they they you had the cherry Garcia, but that was kind of their staple. And then mm-hmm. in the early aughts, they started to just crank out these celebrity ice creams. Yes. Yeah, dude. So one that they seemingly discontinued because I can't <laughs> find it anywhere was the Dave Matthews uh, oh, yeah. Magic Brownies. <laughs> and damn, that was good ice cream because yeah, really? it was vanilla. The the um, cherry cordial that you yeah, mentioned, yeah. Aaron reminded yeah. me of this mm-hmm. it's so it was a vanilla base you get that vanilla cut and then you lace it with <laughs> raspberry oh and then you game. have brownie chunks oh, yeah. raspberry oh. brownie chunks and vanilla ice cream oh that sounds so no heavy anything about raspberry it was <laughs> amazing oh, there's and not okay there's not enough good raspberry like actual berry raspberry ice creams i love the fuck out of raspberry sherbet like for me <laughs> yeah. sherbets sherbets are up high on the list and i will go down for like a tropical sherbet or yeah. any any type of just sure. yummy flavored see i'm with you on that raspberry is highly underutilized and this was yeah this was the dave matthews band magic brownie mm. ice cream by ben and jerry's and Man. I can't find it anymore. That I think sounds... maybe they discontinued it as like the Dave Matthews craze kind of like also so. faded away. <laughs> so if you know no. where if you know where to find it, send us a message on Facebook. Or call, yeah. okay, if, if you have it in your state, call call our podcast. Let us know that you have Dave <laughs> Matthews Super Brown Magic Brownie ice cream. Uh, call our call our hotline nine seven one eight zero one eight three seven eight. That is nine seven one eight zero one vest. 
and that is our hotline. You can actually call us. You nice. can leave messages, uh, leave voicemails, answer questions. If you have a favorite ice cream or a least favorite animal or any other thing we've talked about tonight. Favorite naked um, luck song. Yeah. yeah, anything. Call in. Awesome. Let us know. Leave a voicemail, and we will play it on the show. Yeah. Uh, so that's, again, that's 971-801-8378. Or you can message us. Email us at timeandstuffpod at gmail.com. All one. Do whatever case. you want. Just do it to yeah, us. Yeah, let us know. <laughs> yeah, do it to us, please. Just do it to us. Let us know. Um, we were lonely. Uh, and sad. Uh, play the next song. <laughs> yeah, we got a few more. Sorry, uh, I was starting to wallow my own self-pity Creeping there. up on the end. Uh, this is a Desmond song called Buckle. You want to talk about this at all? Yeah, um, I will, because... This is a jam. Oh yeah, exactly. It is totally a jam, and um, we don't play it live that much anymore. No, we don't, because I don't like singing it. <laughs> um, it's one where I have to belt, and it's hard. I'm not like a very proficient singer. Like, um, it's hard to to repeatedly deliver vocally for me, um, so I get shy to play it. Um, but I love the song because it's derived from a time uh, Jason and I were in our jam space. And we were just warming up, and the main riff that gets repeated a lot just came out of a drums guitar jam that just felt raw. And I was like, I was feeling kind of burnt out, and like this revived me so much just playing this guitar with his like massive beat over it. Mm. And that's how I used to write songs was like um, just me and a drummer jamming and like finding a groove and i'd try to hash a song out of it i mean my brother's yeah. a drummer my best friend who i played the most music with through middle school and high school was drums and you know if you've got a drummer you've got a band and most of my yeah. bands have been me and a drummer and <laughs> uh naked luck is actually quite a departure from that and yeah. is a lot more architectural and this is one of the few that kind of harkens back to that earlier style of songwriting turn it into an instrumental jam in your guys session in your guys set oh it's got a long instrumental outro <laughs> well, you know take take a section of it and just make it a transition between two songs make it a little jam <laughs> yeah maybe we might anyway this is buckle check it out <laughs> Oh, yes. This song. I love this song. Cool. Yeah, notice the fat drums on it. Yes. And this was the riff. Like, you know, I just, like, dug in. Oh, yeah, no. I love this song. Turn it up out there.
takes us on a ride to the end of this one. I love that you're switching chords on on times too. Sevens? Yeah. That was Josh's idea, I think. Yep. The the sevens are smart, man. Yes, I love it. And uh, thanks to Desmond for letting me use his face shifter. That's yeah, my that's favorite a ending of that any is of a our jam. <laughs> Yo, that's solid track, guys. Solid track. Again, you, you, you see the like you said, you used a perfect word earlier, Desmond. Architecture. Yeah. That song is the epitome of that because it it sounds like a free jam, but it's not. Yeah. It's and that one was written by the four of us. That was a, yeah. one of the Definitely. later songs, and yeah, Josh brought that idea into the outro of like turning it into a seven mm-hmm. and. The, I mean, I didn't compose anything about the solo. Um, it took on an entirely new form when yeah. I bought a phase shifter pedal and was like, here, <laughs> let's throw that in the mix. Make some noise. Um, it was very, yes. that was a, though I wrote the song, it was very much a, one of the most collaborative tracks on the record, I think. Mm. Yeah. No, it's, it's brilliant. That's good. Okay. Starting from Jason and going the other way. Desert, right. Desert Island Scenario. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. You get one band oh, to okay. take with you on this island for the rest of time. No, you don't get back. This one band is your Wilson. What band <laughs> oh, do you have? Oh, man. That's really rough. Um, Man. One band. To rule them all. Yes. <laughs> this is sad. Yep. Kind of bummed No, out. that's it. Um, man. I don't know. I'd probably pick something that I like a lot, but don't know every single song, I guess, if I had to pick, and someone with like a big catalog. That's yeah. a good point. But, you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to know every single song. So I guess like a band that I enjoy a lot. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Fuck, this is super hard. Um, I'm gonna just throw a name out there that I recently found out that I really like. Um, probably yes, I think. Oh wow, interesting. Hey, that's a so. brilliant oh. fucking choice. Oh, they have so much, and that's probably music, why. Man. And it's, it's like, like one of those things where like you listen to it repetitively, you probably can find like oh, new, I didn't hear that new, synth note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you're lonely <laughs> on that island, you can just put on owner of a lonely. Island. <laughs> 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 Very cathartic. No, no, they, that's the thing. They, 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 they transcended so many genre gaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'd be appealing. Oh yeah, you know, for oh, a yeah. while. It works. 
Yeah. And then if anything, you just go to their early first couple albums and just try and count sag- time signatures. <laughs> and then it, right. you'll 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 just listen to, you know, Closer to the Edge. You'll listen to that one album and probably spend a year just trying to dissect everything that that band does in that one album. So I don't really know yes. Oh, well, okay, might... okay, here. It's Josh, cool. as a bass player, <laughs> you have to check out Early Yes because Chris okay. Squire is one of my biggest influences in, in bass line oh, really? writing. Nice. Oh, wow. It's Chris, Chris Squire from Yes. Okay. And nice. as a bass player, I think he is one of those undeniable people that just needs to be ingrained in bass players' heads. Yeah. It's All right, we'll do. Choice and switching between really the type of bass playing you emulate on this album versus like a lead player at the same time, mm. you know, sw- yeah. switching and just, oh, cool. check I'll, it, check I'll, it. I'll, I'll just visit Jason's Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, come hang well, on my island. Well, so, yeah. so. He's going to build the raft. Really? Yes. <laughs> anything, yeah. anything in their first six or seven albums, okay, anything nice. within that other than like the, okay, no, I lied. Skip the oh, first no. two albums and listen to like five, like three through eight. Don't skip it. Got it. Don't skip anything. But if you just want to hear the type of yeah, you know, vibe. yeah. All right, Desmond. Yeah. That's good. So my brain will do something sometimes where the first thing that comes to mind will just lock it, just block the um the channels yeah. and yeah. like I can't work around it. Um so it's it's not a bad answer but it's kind of a cop out. Um this question comes up as a brilliant plot device in a great movie called Green Room. Oh yeah, um, that's right. It, oh yeah. It's an amazing movie. That's you should see it. Um, okay. if, if you have a stomach. If yeah, you have a stomach. It's fucking brutal. Yeah. Uh okay. so essentially the setup without getting too far off track is a uh, a punk band gets trapped in the green room of a show where they're surrounded by a bunch of skinheads that are trying to kill them. Yeah. And to <laughs> they ease the to ease the tension, they ask each other this question of what's your desert island band? Yeah. And um so partially that's partially why I love the question and partially why this answer got jammed in my head. It's not an untrue answer. I'm just gonna be up at night nerding out and like Deliberating, yeah. Like, oh, maybe I should have said this. I should have said that. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. at the end of the day, it's a solidly okay. No, it's a solidly good answer for me. I'm gonna <laughs> say uh, Credence. Nice. Oh, Credence okay. Clearwater. Oh, all right. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. that's that's a good one. Yeah, you first album I ever owned you was go, Credence. You can't go, man. They do have a big can't catalog. Oh got, yes, they have a huge catalog. Never get old, really. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, they hold and, up. For me and, and John's Fogarty, John Fogarty's I'm, I'm, voice. I'm pulling all of John Fogarty's solo stuff in there just, just because they only have so many albums. He'll it's, be there. It's John Fogarty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be on the island. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Credence. Beautiful. I, I, I love them so hard. Yeah. All right, Josh. If you wouldn't have said yes and followed on to Jason's Island, what would yours be? Uh, RHCP. Uh, with Red that, Hot, probably. Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right, dude. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Awesome. All right. Just they're such a big part of my <sighs> teenage life and my angst. No angst, really. Just no. <laughs> just my my musical upbringing, my like learning to play every bass and drum note on Californication and. Mm-hmm. 
like I know their whole catalog back to front and yeah. and I have watched all their live videos and interviews yeah. back then and like mm. I feel like I know them as people. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big, nice. big influences and uh mm. yeah, I feel like I would hang out them hang out with them on an island. <laughs> that would be cool. I, I do gotta say I when uh, I was first getting to know Josh, um, I went to an Each Both show and saw that he was rocking a Red Hot Chili Peppers sticker. I was like, oh, yeah. oh cool. Like, we can talk about that because I had a very similar um, high school experience where I learned every song in Californication on the guitar. I watched all the videos. I, I read Anthony Kiedis' biography, yeah. and I'm... today wearing the By the Way album cover t-shirt that I got from their tour. And it was, to this day, one of the best live music experiences of my life. That's awesome. Brilliant. (laughs) So tribute to your choice. Come to my island, hang out. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to build that raft out of turtles and get over there. (laughs) Ian. So, yeah, that's, that's tough. I was thinking about it. My, my, uh, you know, like my instinct is like, oh, the Beatles, but that's, that's boring. And also I think I would actually get sick of the Beatles. Um, my second instinct was to go to Dr. Dog because I just love them so much and they have a big catalog and I never get tired of hearing their songs. Um, but then after hearing Desmond (laughs) and, and thinking about it more, I think what I've landed on is Pink Floyd actually. Because Pink Brilliant. Floyd is, yes. just, there's so many layers to their music. I never get tired of their songs. Uh, and David Gilmore is hands down like my favorite guitar player. Yeah, and if you yeah. want to, and, and if you want to break from that, you just go to any Sid stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. Interstellar Barrett. Overdrive yeah. for twenty there's minutes. A lot of, they did a lot of different sounds. Yeah, there's no, that's exactly. Things. You can go all the way back to the beginning. You can do. And their songs, I mean, they got long songs, too, so you can kill a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just listen yeah. to Animals, like, over yeah. and over and over again. Fuck, that's my favorite. That damn. Animals is my actually favorite my favorite album. My favorite Floyd, Floyd album of nice. all of them, too, yes. is Animals. Yes. yes. We're doing yes. pound. Yep, yep, yep. I love it. It's a, it's a brilliantly constructed album, musicality, lyric-wise, theme-wise. Ah, so good. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's brilliant. Mm. Awesome. What's, what's yours? Oh, me. Yeah, yeah. No, you don't uh, get out of this. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, mine is an honest, it might seem like a cop out, but it's not because in both of these situations, like I would literally just <clears throat> hand it to whoever's <laughs> dropping me off on that I island. Guess. Okay. <laughs> two, yeah. There, there's literally two Between bands. Between two. It's I, two bands that, that, two. that I would take the randomness and luck of the universe uh, in yeah, the sure. play and whichever <laughs> nice indeterminate <laughs> I think choice I of the. Are. Okay. Yeah. What, two. For you, yeah, Metallica and Rush, <laughs> yeah, nice. And then, if, and it, yeah. if you're gonna go a third, I'd say Haken probably. No, it'd actually be Dream Theater. Oh, oh, it would be Dream Theater would be the third. But you're right. But I'm but sorry. for me, for me, it's it's Metallica because of you, the Red Hot Chili Peppers vibe you guys have. I feel yeah. like I know those fucking guys. I know yeah. every album back to back. I've seen everything. How, yeah, I I know them here. so well, and mm. they're I I will never turn off. Of song if it comes on yeah. doesn't matter what album's from all the way through load all the way through reload sane mm-hmm. anger give it to me i yeah. fucking love it i would yeah. never get tired and then give rush trash can rush snare. because it's so diverse and it's along the same way of other bands you know look at pink floyd like you guys yeah. said or or yes or 
they went through so many genre changes. I could listen to crazy 70s prog rock. I can listen to the most generic 80s pop of all time. I can listen to 90s grunge. I can listen to 90s fusion. And I can listen to 2000s rock again. And all of that is in Rush. And so... You know, they have one of the most extensive catalogs of all time. Like, I don't know. There's not too many other bands out there that have actually released more albums than Rush has. The only reason why I didn't pick Rush was because I know more of their catalog. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought that, like, you know, Yes is someone that, like, I know is, like, sure. kind of older, but stuff I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I still really, really like But that's the thing. Yes went, yes went through all the changes as well, and they played all the way up and through the 90s and kept releasing albums. So mm-hmm. that, you know, they're, yeah. Yeah, but that would be my two. Is is either one of those blindfold me, throw me one of those two, Rush yeah. or Metallica, and um, Happy. yep. Uh, okay, to just sort of cap <laughs> this whole thing off, since Josh's island has chili peppers, and everybody else said at least two, <laughs> I'm gonna say that the credence is the long haul, like save your soul, try to hang in there. This is how you survive on the desert island. Fortunate, Fortunate son on repeat. Yeah, like put a candle in the window when you have to go to sleep at night in your cave, Yeah, um, yeah. listening to the tide saying, yeah. you're never going to get off this island. You're, right. you're, you're lost to the world. That's credence for the Tom Hanks version of this the where you're trying haul. to, the long yeah, haul. Yeah, yeah. I love that. For yeah. the like Lord of the Flies, fuck it, we're just getting... <laughs> Down into the gritty uh, seams of insanity. Lord I'm, of the Flies. I I'm, that. I'm going Tom Waits. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love. Okay. Dearly. No, I dearly love there, Tom there Waits. There is okay. no show okay. I would throw down more money to see than a Tom Waits oh, show. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah, but he's done touring. I, I, I'm I'm pretty done throwing down huge sums of money to see live acts at this point in my life. But if he somehow, if you're out there, Tom. Um, <laughs> Revived a tour, I would empty my savings. To yeah, get a Tom good Waits job. is listening to our podcast right now. No, Tom Waits, like, I wouldn't be that surprised. <laughs> like, yeah, find some that? obscure like podcast. Right. <laughs> like, these guys are listening to these guys. No, Tom, I like oh, Journey Through great Time choice. and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> you just hear him saying it. Ooh, I'm okay. gonna rap about that. <laughs> so I had to interject. No, and beautiful. I elongate that, that since you know I everyone else said yeah. a couple. So I like that. It's great. Great, great answers, all of you guys. I love that. I would go to. I would let me let you. I would let you know. I would go to any of your islands and hang. Oh, thanks. Likewise. Yeah, definitely. Metallica is a big band for me too. I don't listen to them much these days, but I grew up with a lot of them. I felt like I knew them. You know, same thing. Yeah. Like watched all those documentaries. Watched like had all the live concert DVDs. I like, yeah. I, li- and I whether I like it or not. No matter what genre I'm playing, Kirk Hammett's licks make it into my guitar playing. I don't even mean to, and they just they show up. <laughs> I will tell you what. I I legit cried when oh yeah when um fucking Jason Newstead left Metallica as their oh, bass yeah. player oh wow and they released I, Saint I Anger and they were and they were child it was two thousand one <laughs> it was two thousand one well yeah. two thousand actually when Newstead quit two thousand one yeah. was Saint Anger and they had yeah. Bob Rock playing bass yeah and they had just that. done they had just done Metallica S and M in ninety nine mm. and. Newstead quit in 2000, and I went, okay, they've lost one bass player. Yeah, you know, Cliff already, Burton yeah, at the yeah. time was my one of my biggest yeah. bass influences. Yeah, sure. Like, just anesthesia pulling teeth. I will oh, never yeah, not yeah. listen to that and go, what band in the 80s thought of just making a track just a bass solo? Yeah. 
No, no one else in the history yeah. of anything said we're going to give you a whole track on no, an album yeah. and it's just a bass solo. Yeah, that's true. You know, and so then I'm like, oh my god, they lost another bass player. They're fucking done. Yeah, like my favorite band of all time is done. <laughs> like into the world. Yeah. Enter Rob Trujillo. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Killing it still. Still. Yeah. Those old bastards. And now now they're doing crab crawl. Him and his crab crawl. And <laughs> crab now they're now when they do live stuff, they do all these cool, crazy Kirk and Rob get up front and they do yeah. cover jams between just the two of them. Oh my God, just ba- awesome. no drums, oh, no yeah. James. And nice. they like Rob sings songs, Kirk sings songs. Yeah. They just jam guitar and bass nice. on like huh. random weird covers, like yeah. obscure songs. Oh, good good awesome. for them. And that's they're cool. getting right. and they're Gotta and they're keep, getting ready to release a garage days two what Gra- so oh my god so so they're doing garage inc two which yeah. is garage inc More is my f- is yeah. is my favorite covers album of all time oh, oh yeah. oh, there are some covers on garage inc that metallica nailed better than oh yeah i mean whiskey they, in the jar case, case, case even, in point yeah people whiskey in the jar a bit a uh turn the page astronomy astronomy oh, yeah. yeah the blue oyster cult version sucks yeah <laughs> compared no, to the metallica no. um, those are huge songs tuesday's yeah. gone they did oh, leonard yeah. skirt yeah, they dude. did leonard skinner's service with and like then with some. a cast yeah. of like superstars too yeah like Honestly, one of the and oh, now they're getting so ready good. to put out another cover. I'm excited. I didn't know that was happening. That's yes, awesome. yes. Cool. So it's fucking kill. Shout out to Metallica, James <laughs> Lars, <laughs> Kirk, uh, Rob. You guys listen to this along with Tom Waits. Oh yeah, uh, they're just all hanging out. <laughs> hit right. us up. Call us nine seven one eight zero one eight three seven eight. Or come to our show on August third at the yeah. Waypost in Portland, yeah. Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. See you there. Truth. Please do. Um. All right, man. Got a couple more. Let's do it. Okay. What song is this? This would be the ghosts around this part. Or it's just ghosts around ghosts this part. Around. Ghosts around this part of town. Oh, yes. It's Desmond. If anybody knows uh, anybody knows Naked Luck, you know this song. It's uh, <laughs> I, I, I consider it a staple of you guys and your sound. I'd and say it's, so. it's such a brilliant, brilliantly written song. Thank you. And uh, every time I hear it live, I'm just, oh, I, I can't wait to play it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah cool. <laughs> Thunderous drums. Thunder. Thunderous. Thunder. Great mood shift. Great mood shift.
Jeez. <laughs> you guys are used to that. <laughs> you guys should really be patting yourselves on the back, guys. This oh, is thanks, fucking. Man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. For real. Yeah, I I do like the way we sound on that song. Um, I like yeah. the way you sound on this entire album. <laughs> well, the Jason really busts the. Oh yeah. The, like you were saying, the the mood changes. Uh, the dynamic shifts really make that song. Oh, they yeah. totally do. Yeah. That's why I slapped you on your leg, man, because you're just <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, yeah. It's Jason's fun. killing it. Well, I'd say yeah, like that's that. that's the um, conga just, player kind of in me, I guess. Like, not, yeah. you know, I'd yeah. say that's what I have going for me is I kind of play drums like. Uh, percussionist, more or less. Um, yeah, yeah. Kind of more or less focused. You're focused on everything a, else. Sure. It's very accent kind of driven, drumming. yeah. Which makes for some awesome beats. Mm. I mean, yeah. Especially on on this song, like it, like when we were come up into the last chorus, and I can ride the wave of your fills. I mean, that's yes. the best part of a show of the night. Sometimes. Mm. One thing I love, Jason does this thing where, and you can kind of hear it in this song, but um, especially on. <laughs> a newer song that we don't have a recording of yet, but like he'll do this thing where he kind of like, you know, some, some drummers like they'll, they'll do a beat and they'll stick to the hi hat pretty exclusively. And then they might switch to the ride in the next part. But like on some songs, Jason will just like use the ride and the hi hat within like the same sort of like phrase. Yeah. Like it's, and it's, but it's in a way where it doesn't sound like random. Like it sounds very meticulously planned, but I, I just yeah. really dig that. Yeah, like that's, you that's can hear a bit of it in that song because there's parts where the hi hats not just going, you know, you know, it's going like, and there's other symbols like in the spaces in there, kind of being like, you know, spattered in, and it's really cool. So Jason Smith trademark for sure. It is. It is. I feel like sometimes I do it too much sometimes, or like I'm like a one trick pony kind of a thing sometimes. But then again, like it also. I like, yeah. Just you know what? Kind of step, you could look different. at you so could look cool at any what feels drummer. Right for me. <laughs> you could look at any drummer, Ringo, One Trick Pony. He's still fucking Ringo Starr. <laughs> like, like the, it's it's not a bad thing to already th- like. It's easy for one to go on any instrument. Oh man, I have this weird thing that I like do all the time. Mm-hmm. And then at b- first you're like, oh. Like, I need to sound like these other guys. Yeah. Like, I don't need... That thing that you just... Natu- that's you. That's actually yeah. you. And it's cultivating yeah. that pattern of your natural ability and just breaking that down into further subdivisions mm. of exactly you. And I think that's what's amazing on this album for all of you guys is it is kind of like subdivisions of you. And... Mm-hmm. You know, it it really does kind of even the the songwriting and the layering of the parts within the songs really give off a personality for for you out there to just experience what I'm experiencing of you guys sitting here in this room right now. Yeah, like like really the personality and just just everything that you bring into the energy in this room right now and your distinct who you are is, is actually what translates by where the bass lies and how intrusive is it sometimes and how on the backbeat and just low it is. And then when the drums come in to be this boisterous part and then weird stuff you don't hear, but then also it's just this shuffle that just won't let up and like everything, the screaming guitar solos at some point and then the the, the vocals are like everything you do is really a representation of actually you guys. 
That's the best part about playing music. Yeah. 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 And not being yeah, afraid of it. That's the other thing. Is yeah. This album wouldn't exist if any of you are like, oh, man, I'm worried about the things I do. I spent a lot of time in my career as a songwriter, like, just really, like, being like, oh, like, yeah, this song's okay, but, like, what I really want to sound like is that band, or what I really want to yeah. do is like that. And I only recently finally had to be like, hey, wait a second, like, what I do is, like, part of my sound. It's what makes it unique, and it's what is, like, distinct about it. So I might as well just embrace that. Yeah, and, and there will always be one person out there going, man, I want to sound like him. Yeah, exactly. True. You're yeah, going to yeah, go yeah, to a yeah, show, yeah, and there's going to be someone looking at you, Ian, or any of you, and go, I want to sound like that guy. The, right. the newest song we brought to the table, which, again, no recording, but... Uh, is a song that like I I'm not even that big like that I brought to the table is the one that I'm not a big that big of a fan of but like it was partly like Desmond just being incessantly like no this is a good song this is really good I love this song it's badass or whatever yeah. I was finally like okay I just have to trust other people sometimes yeah, because yeah. obviously like my instinct is to hate or like not hate but like nitpick at least and oh, yeah. self critical and these oh, guys yeah. have done the same thing for me there there was um, songs that um. I maybe tried out with the band and then put away and it was coaxed back out and is now like a solidly a naked luck song. Um, to speak to what you're saying, I uh, recently for, I was drive I was on a long drive and found this burnt CD of my old band reruns. And I was thinking, I can't even remember some of these songs. So I put it on, and we were listening to it, and I was I was really digging it, and it was it was fun to re- revisit those things. And um, my partner, she said, she was like, "These are fun, but you sound a lot more original now." Like Naked Luck, I I'm I'm so proud of us of having found a sound. I mean, we are basically a a rock band. We are yeah. a, a dusty oh, yeah. harmonic indie rock band. Uh, that song was a rock song. But yeah, yeah we're basically a rock song band. And but at the same time, I have a lot harder time describing what we sound like to people without sounding like I'm just writing us off. Because I just say like, "Well, we're a harmonic rock band," whereas like when I listen back to our my this reruns demos that I made, it's like, "Okay, I was listening to a lot of Spoon, I was listening to a lot of Wilco, and I was listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen, and that's all in very upfront in those songs." Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is like maybe because it's more collaborative, it it is distilled into something that feels like we can own it a little more and um yeah. while still being part of our um our influences like that that song is is a hard rock song because it accomplishes something i always wanted to do which was incorporate this these neil young riffs that he wrote for the soundtrack for the jim jarmusch film dead man great film yeah and it's it's based that same riff is in that song but it doesn't sound like what he did. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, you know, you know, what's funny is is uh, actually speaking to exactly that and trying to define your own sound by other bands and stuff. I when the band I'm in now, when I joined them, I was like, all right, so how would just being in their band and only hearing them, like, how would you just guys describe your sound? And they're they're both old, you know. My I'll say it, they're old men. You know, my guitar players in his—they're both in their fifties. My guitar player and my drummer are both in their fifties. Yeah, and and they both been playing their instruments longer than I've been alive. Yeah, and are killer, and and are really good. 
And so, so when I, you know, it's, it's humbling for one, just the age difference with them. But when I, I'm like, how do you guys describe like yourself? What would you call yourself? And he goes, they went, you know, what's funny. We just wait for other people to tell us what we sound like. It's usually uh, we just safer let, to do we that. Just, we just yeah. let other people describe us. Much better bet. And I was like, yeah. huh. for me, I had any band ever, I'm like, oh, we sound like these guys, but mixed with this, and then take some of the, you know, I always tried to describe them. I was like, for the, that was the first time I ever, anybody ever said, just let other people describe you. And I was like, huh, no shit. Like, what a... Noble. That's yeah. a noble concept. A little, yeah. Do you remember who came up with the with the adjective Dusty. Was that you? Was yeah, me. it was Josh. That's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> Dusty's right. Yeah, we use that. I don't know. Just because someone Desmond. You guys songs. sound. You guys sound like some of the vinyls in their smell. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Some I good synesthesia that. there. That. That's nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's always been sort of this element of our sound that's kind of like rustic and western. And yeah, like western. Sort of, um. There's. I'll say there's a reason that we like. I mean. Our folks. It was. It was. It was also. It was also a you know a matter of what was available. But there is a reason that we're having our EP or album release at the Waypost and why we've played a lot of shows there. It's a very Western sort of yeah. themed yeah. Uh, yeah. bar. It's mm. a great space to play. Yeah, we've really had a, we've had some great shows there. Yeah, it's been almost a full year since we played there, but I'm really excited. to So return. you hear that, everybody? Yeah. Portlanders, Portlandites, Portland Iridians. Yeah. Yeah. August third. Uh, at the Waypost, um, we're playing with a couple of amazing bands. Um, yeah. Opening the night is Aches. Um, Heather from Bone and Bell, who's been on yeah, the show. Yeah, Heather's it's, great. Uh, her other project, her which project. is amazing. And then uh, we'll play second. And then cl- headlining is an amazing uh, rock and sort of... Um, they do a lot of harmonies, uh, too. Har- very harmony-driven, kind of 50s, 60s throwback band, um, The Forever It Goes, if... If for yeah. nothing else, come out to catch them. They're great. Forever goes. All right, you guys hear that? Waypost, August And Aches is cool. They remind me of, well, I don't know why, but they remind me of Question Mark and the Mysterians. Well, Heather's, oh. Heather's just an amazing yeah. musician. Oh, she's such a just good brain. Talented artist, too, well, just like in general. And also, you guys know she has like a full-on app, like game that you oh, can yeah. go to the app store right now. Have you oh, played yeah, it, yeah. Eon? I, I think I heard that she had one. I may have heard something about that, and she's also been doing this project on Instagram and stuff yeah. with the animations the, of her, the music yeah. instrument the characters. Instruments. Yeah, yeah. So this. that's what she did. Is she went through and, and yeah. her game. You can everybody can go get it right now um, on App Store. I think it's on Android as well, but I know it for yes. sure Apple. Uh-huh. Um, and it's it's a musical game where you go oh, across nice. a galaxy. You go across a solar system, collecting planet light. to planet, and collecting light and solving oh, cool. puzzles. We we were oh addicted for good solving mu- <laughs> solving musical puzzle puzzles on planets to progress farther and light up dark planets to bring life back to them. Oh it's wow! Super char- super That's awesome. Super and she, cool. she, yeah, she's awesome. I oh man, it's I great. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. I don't, how did we meet her? Was it the Jade Lounge? I met yeah. her through you guys playing yeah, Bone with Bone and Bell. With us. We played with Bone and Bell for at the Jade Lounge some years ago, but I didn't. I yep. don't remember if they booked it and we met her there or if my my band Plastic Shadow played a show with them. That's at, what it uh, was. Ash Street. Yeah, yeah. I went to that show and right, was like, yeah. that would be really cool to play with that artist. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah awesome, cool yeah. guys. Well, we've got one more, and it is probably the dustiest, most western <laughs> uh, of the tracks on this album. Uh-huh. And for those that dig that side of our sound, um, I will say the tracks we're working on um, 
we we really hope to put out another EP or album sometime in the next year to two years. Yeah. And the the dusty western feel doesn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it dusty. <laughs> yeah. Um this is our longest song. <laughs> it's not this not like, you know. It's not, it's not it's no dogs from animals. Oh, <laughs> 17 sure. minutes or whatever. Yeah. But it's an epic. Yeah. It's a good one. Um I wrote this song about uh uh I had just gotten a job that I felt like was like the job I'd been waiting for and I still felt like I was like yeah, something there's like still not that fulfillment, you know. It's a feeling I think we can all relate to as adults. Sure. Of um feeling like you should be fulfilled but not being fulfilled. Yeah. Um I call it the David David Foster Wallace syndrome because he wrote about that a lot. Um but yeah, this song is called Must Have Carried Something and it that that lyric uh must have carried something that mortified me. I don't know why, but that was the lyric that I heard. And I built the whole song around one lyric, which I don't do super often. Usually, like, I'll, there'll be, like, a filler lyric, and then I'll, like, change it later, you know? Yeah. But this one, I was like, no, I like that line. I like those lyrics. I'm going to build the rest of the song off that. So that's what I did. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Must have carried me. And this features an epic guitar solo by Desmond. So I, I love yeah. this solo, and I love yeah. all the lead playing on this is great. And, yeah, there's... Oh, yeah, we can, we can share the anecdote of how we were... When we recorded this one, because this one it's supposed to be a fair, a very slow waltz, and um, we we just couldn't get the tempo quite slow enough. Like we kept wanting to play it fast. Okay. So, and we had been recording all day, and I think we were just like not really that into it. So we took a break and we ate dinner. And, um, <laughs> yeah, Wes, had a heavy dinner. Wes's wife is back. a professional chef, and she like cooked us dinner, which was awesome. Oh, Shout yeah. out to Rainbow. <laughs> awesome. She's amazing. Don't yeah. you love? Don't you love? the hospitality dinners that people make for bands when yeah. they just out places. Well, people are very supportive and very patient with us. And <laughs> so anywho, we came back very full and that sludged the song way down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got it to the tempo, but yeah, so. that's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, shout out to good food. So here's must've carried something.
That's Jason on the very, very lovely backing vocals on this verse. Oh, yeah. guys there it is Woo, that actually right. took me through a little journey there i lost a little bit of time <laughs> that was awesome a journey through time and yeah stuff. And some, yeah, yeah we covered time and stuff i think we covered both you guys that awesome. so that's uh, that's our debut album, album. naked luck available august 3rd mm-hmm. yeah you can get it on our Bandcamp or nakedluck.bandcamp.com uh, beautiful and uh, you can get a physical copy there or a digital copy if you want um or and from us come to at any show. of our shows. Yeah, true. Yeah, please go out and see them live. <laughs> We've got a bunch of shows coming up. Obviously, August third's the big one, but we're gonna be doing shows pretty much once a month at least in Portland, and uh, also some shows in uh, Washington. And yeah, it should be fun. Fuck yeah, yeah. man! <laughs> this is great. It's awesome. We're, this yeah, is we're, great. We're excited. All right, I have one more question for you guys, and we'll wrap this Please. up and get it out of here. Sure. You guys have been wonderful. Thank you so Thanks much for, for everything. Us, man. Yeah, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Well, 
Aaron and Jason forget he's he's a yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as naked look I think of him on yeah. our side of no, the he table is. Like, he yeah. totally is right now he I'm totally both. is right now um, okay so to go around and this is purely this is mere purely speaking as a musician not anything else but just as okay. a musician in a musician mindset sitting here right now if you could have told yourself one thing five years ago what would it be so I think about where I was five years ago just starting this band? Um, not quite. Uh, Almost. Five Getting years into ago would have been Jay, or uh, Desmond still would have been in Spain. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. in terms of in ter- specifically, you're saying what would we told ourselves as a musician five? Years yeah, ago? yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You sitting Absolutely. there looking at your music career five years ago, knowing now, like um, if you could go back and give yourself advice. Uh, for me, it would probably be. Uh, there are times where. You're not sure if you're doing the right thing, but just remember that you love performing because that's what I've realized recently is that I love more than any other aspect of playing music. My favorite thing in the world is perform. I like writing music. I enjoy the process of writing, but but not nearly as much as just the performing and just like feeding off that energy, bringing that, you know, joy to the crowd, the music to the crowd. Um I mean, everyone likes to show off, but it's not about that. You know, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you know, obviously it's, it's about being like, Hey, look at this thing I can do, but it's also about like making a connection with people. Yes. And I feel like performing is a way to connect with people. Like I've played gigs where nobody was paying attention to the music or, or no, like everybody was kind of in their own world. And then like all of a sudden you start playing and like the conversations stop and people are just watching, you know, yeah. and you're just like, Oh wow. I just connected with these people. So yeah. So I just, yeah, I would tell myself to remember that you love performing and you will always love performing. Cool. Josh? Yeah, five years ago, let's see, 2014, so I was moving, I just moved to Portland and I was figuring out like where things were and I had a house I was living in. Super side note, the house that I was living in at that time was the house that Heather from Bone and Belt lives in right now oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay cool pretty cool Sorry. but anyways i was jamming with people like living with three of my good friends and uh i don't know just musically i guess i would tell myself to just keep keep uh playing with as many folks possible yeah and he does cool, <laughs> cool. Yeah, right. right cool um for me five years ago the um the advice I would give would be to keep up the momentum um, because I feel like when I got, uh, I, when I, the last year I was in Spain, I was writing a ton of songs. I was playing with this awesome and eclectic group of musicians um, doing um, open mics and doing like um, street busking and a lot of three-part harmonies. And I, wasn't writing a whole lot of prose and I was putting everything into writing songs. And while I missed being in a band, um, I feel like I kind of, um, I stopped singing as much. I stopped focusing on writing songs as much. And I didn't carry that momentum over into my first couple years of being in Portland. And I still very rarely play solo shows. I, I, I played one uh, a couple months ago and I'm going to play one at the end of August on either the 19th or 20th. Um, and I realized that I really like them. Yeah. And I, I was doing them multiple times a week um, 
five years ago, and I pretty much let that go by the fall by the wayside. And I wish I could have told myself like, no, 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 like keep this up because you you like it and you're kind of at the peak of it. Cool, bro. Um, I'd probably man, I'd probably tell myself, um, don't get discouraged about things that are out of your control. Yes, maybe. You know, don't get upset about things. And then, um, yeah, realize your role, I guess. Like, know exactly what, you know, be positive if things are going bad. But, you know, be the support system in a musical group because, you know, it's hard actually juggling band stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Great answers, gentlemen. <laughs> Great answers, and I hope that I want to. I want to. I want to amend mine really quick and just say that, like, clearly, I also just enjoy like playing music with people. They don't have. It doesn't have to be in front of a crowd. But like to me, like jamming with people is performance in a way. So like, yeah, that that's my thing. Is like I just love playing music. So like, there's times where it's just frustrating, you know, like doing the the whole zoo of like booking shows and then like you know corralling like oh we're, we got a tour we're, we got to make sure we got vehicles and like you know sometimes things like fall through the cracks and you just gotta like just remember like why do we yeah. do this because we love playing music yeah and we right. love performing yeah so yep. yeah well for anybody out there that is a young musician or a struggling musician or anything like that hopefully uh some words of wisdom some little nuggets were shared to help you guys tell yourself something and push through because we need more music in this world and as, as even as saturated as the market always. is many people are trying to do it you all we always need more music we always need more laughter and no matter what you feel like you contribute as a musician right now this is not what you're going to be in five years that's that's what i would tell myself is whatever you're doing right now as long as you keep keep at it even a one time 30 minutes a week or eight hours a day, no matter what you do, as long as actual effort is put in at some point, what you're doing now is not where you will be in five years as a player, as a songwriter, as a thinker, as a processor, as a friend of music, you know, you know, don't think that where you're at right now is the end of the road. Hell no. Check in with us in five years. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll be listening to this in five years. That's damn right. Damn right. (laughs) All right, we guys, this is great. Uh, everybody out there, look for their album August third. It's coming out. Naked Luck, Eponymous EP. <laughs> and Thank uh, thanks, Aaron. Thanks, yeah. Jason. You guys. Yeah, this is awesome, guys. Desmond, Thank you, guys, Josh, man, for yeah. everything. Really, of course. You this guys awesome. are great. Thank you. So are you. It's been a journey through time and stuff. Through time and stuff. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well. We, uh, Jason, this has been another one. Thanks yeah. for co-hosting slash letting me interview you today. Yeah, drive like you know each other out there. Gargle balls, friends. <laughs> Gargle balls. <laughs>